Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You, do, you just need some discipline. All right, so Mosh, before I hit the button, I got another button that I'm going to hit okay, first. Okay, come on, hit, this, hit some buttons. We're running out of time. My life is running out of <laughs> lifespan. Hey, Raider. Life. Both running out of lifespan. Vegas, Raider Nation, <laughs> wherever, forever. You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave taking a lighter oh, journey boy. into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! We miss you, we love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization. And you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the middle, intercepted to the piano at the 50, time running down, Houston football, and I think Houston victory. The Houston Raiders have scored on the most seamless, unbelievable, absolutely impossible dream of a play. Well, I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win. What is up, Raider Nation? Your old buddy Murph back once again in Murph's dining room 
for another what we hope to be fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio. The, uh, the, the fan cave rig is officially fixed, but I haven't had a chance to go pick it up yet. So we'll be live back on the YouTube starting as soon as next week. But in the meantime, uh, we are here at the, uh, at the Murph Dining Room table. And on the, uh, the, the southern end of Murph yes. Dining Room table is uh, the one and only Uncle Ma. I'm down here with the sausage and peppers. <laughs> <laughs> the sausage, yeah, the peppers, the vino. What are you going to do? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? get much better than that. No, it doesn't. Absolutely not. But anyway, so uh, thank you, Uncle Mosh, for joining us here. Ah, for, uh, my pleasure. My pleasure. Episode. Two weeks in a row. It's been a while since I've done two weeks it's in a, a row. It sure has, huh? It's yeah. Your, uh, is Wait, it th- three weeks I, in a row? Why am I here? <laughs> we're swag i know and you're back to work and everything i man. know right you're uh, educating ah. america's youth and doing a podcast the uh, uh i'm just gonna say i'm not gonna brag on us yeah but i'll just say hey, here let me give you a setup okay hey, Murph. yeah so we've been doing a podcast for years now long time yeah we used to uh, i used to love it when when you and when you and my other favorite nephew were doing it when you and Sonny were doing it, you, you guys used your, your your tagline was uh, "We got tens of listeners, tens of listeners, tens yeah. and tens of listeners, tens and tens. And yeah. then we were like, "Oh, hey, we finally hit triple digits." You yeah, know? we and had then, hundreds at one point. Yeah, and then we got we got it started having subscribers, go, getting us up into the thousands, thousands. And yeah, something big happened to something, our world today. Yeah, so uh, you know, Apple for those of you, and this is look, this is just a celebration of, of all of you that are listening because you're the ones that support us because it's Raiders. Fan, fan radio, radio. Yeah. exactly. It's not Raiders Mosh and Murph Radio. It's Raiders Fan Radio, and you guys are Raiders fans, and you're the hardcore of the hardcore. Because if you're listening to us, you're hardcore. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, we got notified that we finally, not finally, I guess. I mean, it's just a cool thing. We cracked the top fifty of Apple Podcasts, Mosh. That's the World Wide Web. Like that's pretty freaking cool. Like that's, that's cool. just Apple. Now Apple, for those of you who don't know, they just recently reorganized their their podcast structure, and that they have different categories for different things. It's very right. it's very uh, siloed to use a corporate term. Now okay. uh, it's very siloed. But anyway, so in our silo, in our football silo, we're in the top fifty. So that's really cool because. And you know what? Why is that so cool? Let me. Here's why I think. There's 32 teams in the NFL. Right. And there's a lot of shows there's a lot of podcasts that do a lot of shows about nfl football teams absolutely so there feasibly could be at a minimum 32 podcasts about football right about okay. nfl football okay. okay we're so we're so if the odds are those probably two so that's 64 and we're in the top 50 so like you see where i'm getting though there's there's a there's a lot of nfl am i doing math you're giving me the, 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 well, the math I, eyes. I, I don't know how you went from 49 <laughs> add two to 60, but that's how you always cheat me when I pay for things. <laughs> I don't do tax. I know. <laughs> you dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so thank you to all of you that support us and so very man, much every single yeah. way. It's really fun, man. Congrats. I mean, congrats. Congrats. You know, we that's get some, awesome. We get some great feedback from everybody, of course, on all of our social medias and everything. But uh, the best way to support us is subscribe to us, uh, d- whatever your podcast service is, uh, whether that's Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, uh, iHeartRadio, Spotify, wherever you can find a podcast, you can find us and just look for Murph's Fan Cave and and, uh, and subscribe to us there and uh, and what you're doing is working and it's and it's awesome and so um that said i also just got another thing we're going to float out there to you um this is kind of like i don't know that's not like a warning but it's like a heads up right okay so we've kind of had some good momentum for a long time sure. there's a lot of housekeeping going on here at raiders fan radio top of the show so bear with me um we, we've had a lot of momentum now for a while and we've been reached out to multiple times for advertising opportunities right. now we've done some fun stuff with friends of ours like jeff at dead pirate sports and whatever 
but we've never really taken on like an official advertiser. Um, we've been contacted by people that do like air fresheners and like phone cases and like <laughs> razors and mattresses and stuff. <laughs> yeah. But just never felt right about um, like taking on like an official sponsor or an official advertising partner to Raiders Fan Radio. Well, we got contacted by some folks. And so next week, um, we're going to start uh, doing an, an official ad. And so just wanted to thank those folks off the top for thinking enough of us to reach out to us. And we think it's a good fit, uh, not only for an NFL slash Raiders show, but considering that the Raiders are going to Las Vegas, it's a betting company. Hey, so so let's say it's uh, it's a safe bet. <laughs> that, uh, that our first advertiser will have something to do with one of our favorite sports in the whole world, and that's casino. And that's sports. casino sports, exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. and casino sports you can do from your phone. Yes, so, anyways, you can. Uh, so, anyway, so thank you to those folks. You'll 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 hear from us uh, next week. We're gonna uh, we'll be talking about our new advertising partner. So, thank you to uh, to them. All right. So, um, in the meantime, uh, also we are selling our T-shirts as we do. Uh, let's. You know what? We got somebody that cut a little little promo for us about okay, our t-shirt. let's hit it. Check this out. What's going on, Raider Nation? It's your boy, Mikey Raider from On Air Nation. And I wanted to let you know that you need to become a made man. That's right. With Raiders Fan Radio, Murph's Fan Cave, get made like I did. Check out, buy these t-shirts to support, get it done, get made, and become a made man. Mikey Raider, love you all. Peace. Isn't that cool? Good job, Mikey. Thank, Thank you. you, Mikey. Absolutely. Thank you very much for that. So he's referring to the Made Man t-shirt or the Get Made t-shirt. Sure. Uh, you can be a made man or a made woman uh, by calling and participating in our show. Uh, but our new shirts say Get Made across the top, and then it's got the RFR logo on it. And so those shirts, the proceeds, 100% of the proceeds from those shirts, excuse me, are going to support the Bolitnikoff Foundation uh, to help fund the new Tracy's Place of Hope, uh, which is a wonderful facility that helps uh, young women uh, get away from substance abuse issues and domestic abuse issues, and and so it's just a it's provides a an educational platform. Absolutely, well. absolutely, which is which speaks to your heart clearly as a, as a teacher and an educator. So, uh, anyways, it's a big deal to us, and uh, so we're going to present those folks with all the money that gets raised uh, this November first at the Crab Fest, their annual fundraiser, and so uh, Uncle Mosh and I and. and and another friends and family of, of Raiders Fan Radio, including Swag Jeff, including Sonny, our, 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 um, uh, my former co-host and founder of the show. Uh, we're all going to be out there together, and we're going to present this check yeah. to them, and it's going to be awesome. And then we're going to go to the game uh, on November 3rd, but we're going to talk about that later, so let me, let me skip ahead a little bit. Um, uh, so anyway, so so thank you to those of you that have uh, that have supported us by buying those shirts, and please continue to do so. You go to RaidersFanRadio.com uh, slash t-shirts, and then you can find uh, the shirts there. All right? Mosh, you got anything before we get to 137? I think, it's, I think it needs to be said that when we talk about going out there and what we're doing, we're going to the Crab Fest, the Bolitnikoff Foundation Crab Fest, that only you and I <laughs> would invite... Okay, Sonny's a Sonny's a no brainer. Sonny's gonna come. Sonny's Sonny's the, the one of the founding fathers of this podcast. Yes, absolutely. And 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 my other my other favorite nephew. Okay, the Swago. The, the, the well, <laughs> the, he's my he's my favorite son. That's not my son. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But but I was talking about you know the the the, the redheaded the redheaded cousin who's gonna be. We're not bringing him to the crab fest, 
but he's gonna be in. He's gonna go to the go to the events with us. But oh, you mean the other other nephew? The other other nephew. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. the Bronco fan. The one. Bronco fan. But yeah. of course he's we're gonna, gonna leave him in the hotel room while we do the craft fest. Absolutely. <laughs> but which is funny because we're he he's in our bloodline, so we know he can eat. But but only you and I and Sonny would bring a guy. Swag Jeff yeah. to a crab fest who's yeah. allergic to shellfish. Yeah, the, I'm going to get his share. I, we're going to be picking off of that kid's plate. <laughs> we're going to be. Arm I wrestling. love that. We're going to be arm wrestling for <laughs> Swag Jeff's food. <laughs> hey, I love so it. so he goes. Uh, so I go, Jeff. I go. So we're going to land. We're going to get the rental car, and then we're going straight to La Villa's, our favorite delicatessen yep. in San Jose, California. The best food in the world, the raviolis. And he goes, oh, he goes, is it really good? And I'm like, dude, it's literally the best food in the world. And he goes, okay, well, I'm going to load up there because I can't eat anything at the grab fest. I'm like, nothing wrong with that, man. Yeah, yeah, you just don't yeah, don't turn anything away. When they bring it, Jeff, just say yes. Yeah, just say I'll, yes. Because yeah. it's, it's, it's not going to go to waste. No, absolutely not. Between absolutely. you and I and Sonny, it's, yeah, it's, it, it's not going to yeah. go to waste. Absolutely not. So anyways, good stuff there. So, uh, so speaking of swag, Jeff, so he now has the uh, distinct honor of naming our episode number. He does a great job. He does a great job better than I ever did, uh, of naming the number and its relevancy back to the Oakland Raiders. And so this year, or this year, listen to me. Wow. What's tonight? Uh, 2019? Six and a half days after the last show we did. Okay, all right. So six and a half days ago, we had one. I sounded drunk just then. (laughs) Six and a half days. Q-Dog's going, tailgating too much. (laughs) Tailgating too much. much. (laughs) So... So, Mosh, uh, so we are, yeah, six and a half days ago, we did 136. So today is 137. And we always like to take the episode number and tie it back to something significant in Raider history. And so Swaggo came up with a good one this week. He actually came up with two. You want to tell us what they are? Yeah, my, my, my favorite. I, I loved it. Uh, Stabler, the snake. The snake. What does snake have to do with 137? Mosh? I know, right? Who would yeah. have ever thought? You know what? Yeah. Did he did he did he make 137 prop bets on one of his games? <laughs> uh, did he did him and Jimmy Buffett have 137 girls over one weekend? Or 137 in the beers and yeah yeah, 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 each each. <laughs> <laughs> no, Snake had 137 137 career rushing yards. Nice. That's nice. crazy. Who knew? Well done, Swag. That's awesome. That's awesome. And he's got a tag on there even too, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get the next one. Okay. Well, Foster Moreau, who's our new tight end, right. who is at this point becoming famous for catching for Derek Carr. Exactly. Every Hard Knocks episode, Foster Moreau is standing next to Derek Carr. Right, right. Just, yeah, big old monster of a guy catching the ball and handing it to Derek yeah, to throw. I love that. I love, I love that. that. And uh, so he's the one that Dave gave Derek a hard time about his greased up sure, arms sure. and all that kind of stuff. So, um, so Foster Moreau was picked, uh, I think it was the fourth round this year, uh, in the draft, and he was 137th overall pick. That's awesome. Great job, Swaggo. Yeah, way to go, Good Swag. Job. Good job. Good job. Well done. Well done. Well done. All right. So one more uh, uh, at the risk of being mushy segment uh, on us here. Uh, we like to give respect. We don't give props. We don't give shout outs. Nothing wrong with those things. Uh, but we like to give respect. And I want to give respect to an, a community of people and specifically a couple of hosts of a podcast that we consider peers of ours we consider friends of ours and i'm talking about the pillaging podcast oh, they do a great job absolutely uh the, the pillaging podcast and the pillagers is their their listening audience oh, nice. Nice. Uh, you have your moshers they yeah, have their yeah, pillagers yeah, right yeah, yeah um they sent out a real nice tweet today um that, you know it was just just offering some respect right back at us you know what i mean and, oh, cool. and said they enjoyed you know meeting us last year at the game and and of course and i responded quickly with you know do you have it can you read it uh, it's on my phone here. Yeah, I can read it. Yeah, yeah. You so, want, you want so to the, fill? Yeah, yeah. So the pillagers are 
are the 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 group that the loyal fan base that listens to the pillaging podcast. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and I and they and they're awesome. They're, they're awesome. awesome. They got yeah. a great and we share a lot of listeners too. We sure, know, we, and we sure. know that. And that's you know, look, we're. We're here to build each other up, not knock each other down. This is there is plenty of room on your iPhone for freaking nineteen podcasts. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So, uh, so these guys have become friends of ours. So, anyway, so they said we had the pleasure of meeting Murph at the Coliseum last year. One of the most down to earth people you'll ever meet. Hope to uh, do the same sometime soon. Next time we play the Titans, I may have to get out there. Well, heck yeah! And I responded with, Come "You'll on. always have a home here, guys." And uh, and we'll be out there in November, and I uh, look forward to meeting you in the A lot. So, uh, yeah. So when we're out there in November, uh, in fact, we're gonna we're gonna have a parking pass in the A lot. Yeah, we'll just right. walk over and go hang with those guys. And uh, so thanks to them, man. That's just really kind uh, for them the to reach words. out. Absolutely, you know. And and uh, and you know, again, we share a lot of listeners, and you know, there's a, there's plenty of opportunity in the world to knock each other down, man. And we decided. You know, uh, Kenny and I and, and Che when t- and just talking to one another, like, you know, we, we, we retweet each other's shows. We like each other's stuff. Like, it's okay to, like, you know, that what they say, a rising tide lifts all pirates, well, and, all and, pirate ships, right? And like that's, it's, you know, and, 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 and we brought in Mikey and, and into the Merce Fan Cave and, and uh, uh, the Fan Club Blitz into the you know so those guys do a show on both because their network is called the crow's nest yeah they have their inebernation show on their network and then fan club blitz is on our network so we actually share so, a freaking host yeah, so it's, it's great. great it's absolutely great. It's yeah super, good stuff super stuff yeah so good stuff there from those guys thank you very much for the kind words and uh, and, and back at you for sure all right uncle mosh we got anything before we want to jump into the show uh hit the contact info hit the button stupid i know where the button is now oh yeah okay so again we have changed locations now that we're in the dining room and i'm at the uh i'm at the i'm at the helm i got all the sound bites and everything you do uh, no, the uh, uh the the bites you got the pre-recorded stuff that I usually have. Yeah. And you're always yelling at me. Hit yeah, the butt. Because you're always pushing stuff like this. Uncle Mosh, you're the smartest man alive. <laughs> well, th- there's a rule that has to come up a lot. <laughs> tell them where they can hear us. Those that aren't listening to us, they can tell their friends. All right, boys and girls, pay attention. You got your old Uncle Mosh here with an update. That's right. I got some stuff for you. Take out a piece of paper, a pencil, a pen. Ah, heck, use your pocket knife and carve the info into your dashboard as you're driving down the highway. First off, you need to like us on our fan page on Facebook. That's right. Go to Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. Don't forget about the Twitter. You know your old Uncle Mosh. He twits now. That's right. Go to at Raiders Fan Radio. Also, don't forget the Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about our website? That's right, RaidersFanRadio.com. Heck, if you wanted to, you if you wanted to, if you want to, you can even email us show at RaidersFanRadio.com or call us on the Raiders Fan Radio Hotline, 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. Don't forget Merv's Fan Cave on the YouTube where you can get all the show links like the Fan Club Blitz with Splatterhead and Fitz. Find all our stuff on podcast providers like Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. All right, did I hit the time limit? Good.
<laughs> hey, so they uh, in the promo, we just brought up Fan Club Blitz. Yeah. And so uh, a little bit of housekeeping outside of, of, of us. Housekeeping and some New Jersey chapter. Your people. We, my peeps, yeah, man, yeah, that yeah, where I'm a member. Guy. So the guys. Fan Club Blitz and the New Jersey chapter of the Black Hole have secured 76 seats in Section 336. Okay. And uh, they got a heck of a deal. So you can go on PayPal and, and go on PayPal uh, for 65 bucks per seat. There's no fees. And this is a reserved seat. Just go to fanclubblitz at yahoo.com. And you can, for 65 bucks, you can sit with them in this section uh, of the Fan Club Blitz in the New Jersey chapter of the black hole and it's going to be awesome so oh my gosh so not only are all those folks going to be there the og black hole guys rob rivera and all them are coming out uh kenny from the pillaging podcast uh, kane i believe is gonna be those guys are coming out so there's gonna be a whole group of really cool folks to hang out with and they're all sitting together in these 76 seats and i heard the other day there's only like 20 left Oh, is that right? Yeah. So they're going quick. They're going quick. Because you can't beat that price, 65 bucks. 65 bucks, and you get to hang out with everybody, go to the tailgates oh and all that? Come on, oh, now. It's going to be a blast. going to be a blast. Yeah, I need some lasagna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Though they're, they're, uh, I forget what I heard. They're having it like catered by some Italian place in freaking oh. Staten Island or something. I forget what it was they were saying exactly, but... It's going to be crazy uh, legit. And then they're having so like New Jersey breakfast sandwiches, which is, I don't even know what this is, but it's Taylor ham and eggs. I don't wow. even know what that is. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, but it's Taylor ham and eggs on a New Jersey bagel. Like, are you kidding? I me? know. Like, I'm ready to go right now. Like, <laughs> anyways, good stuff from those guys. Thank you, Mosh, for bringing that up. Yeah, we, we definitely want to support them out there. Uh, what's that date? What's the date on that? I don't know. I don't remember. Winter time. It's November. Uh, is it seven? Oh crap! I don't I remember. Forgot. It's a. It's close to a holiday because that's why we're not able to go. It's like Thanksgiving ish, right? I think it's Thanksgiving ish or Christmas ish. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't, anyways, I don't have that. My anyways, in front of look me. for the Jets game, and it's that game. Um, okay. So first segment of the show tonight, so we're going to jump into it. Episode number one thirty-seven. Mastradamus. Thank you. Strikes Thank you. again. Now, for those of you that uh, don't listen to us or uh, frequently, or are new listeners to the show, my uncle Mosh, sitting to my left here, has a fantastic <laughs> knack for either predicting things <laughs> or having bits or segments that eventually in like a short span of time turn or this amount of time we're running out of time my life is running out of lifespan <laughs> so in that amount of time they turn into national things it's crazy it's happened with your rants about the chiefs yep it's happened with, I don't even remember them all off the top of my head. It's been a lot. Yeah. It's been Mount Rushmore stuff. Like, we'll bring up something, and then the next, like, within the next week or so, we'll see it on some national outlet. Right, right, The right. same concept or stuff whatever. Stuff goes viral that we talk about here. It's crazy. Yeah. So, uh, two weeks ago, you brought up, because we were talking about Fred Belenikoff, mm-hmm. you brought up Lester Hayes and about how he was always covered in stickum and all yep, that kind of stuff. Yep. You were telling Jeff the story. Sure. And you mentioned that Fred was the one that introduced Lester to Stickum. And that's how right. what kind of kicked off all that stuff. Well, sure enough, this week, we got a uh, a, a video that's it's called Peyton's Place. Okay. And now you love Peyton Manning as a Tennessee Always guy. Always have because he's a Tennessee guy. Yeah. I 
um, was indifferent on him for a long sure. time. He became a Bronco, and I couldn't stand him. But but I like him now. He's like Dion. Like now right. that he's not right. playing exactly. for anybody, I love him exactly. So anyway, so he's doing this this web series called Peyton's Place, and what is the first guest he has on? Is Fred Bolitnikoff and Mosh? What are they talking about? Stick him. Peyton, what do you know about stick him? Wow. <laughs> it's really old. How's that there, feel? Huh? That feel good, Griff? <laughs> it really works, huh? It sure does. <laughs> Fred Bolitnikoff already had tremendous hands. Bolitnikoff, with those marvelous hands, held out uh, the ball as he went out of bounds. Okay. Thanks, man. Hands that were infamous for what he put on them. A foreign substance called stickum. Look at that stickum. He's got it everywhere. Helmet, his ankles. How's it feel, Fred? Feels good, man. All right, Fred, I did my best. I got a little silver and black on to channel my inner Oakland Raider, but I want to know how stickum works. I know you're honest, <laughs> but with the Raiders, you know, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Oh, so yeah, this right. is one of the things of not cheating, okay. trying deal. My dress, okay? my dress probably... Oh, you got to pull those socks up. Socks, socks up, up, boy, yeah. My man. Oh, yeah, there socks. you go. Now you, now you look good. Now I look like Fred Bolivikov. Yeah. You got tape, what, was kind of from the wrist to the elbow? The wrist to the of? elbow, yeah. You'll be missing the hair after you take it off, so don't worry about it. <laughs> I can handle that. <laughs> so I'm ready. Here we go. I'll, tell, I'll give you, show you the first step. So he's dipping a tongue depressor into a jar of sticking. <laughs> I, I, I got a hold it there. Okay. And then you just get yourself a little and, bit and, more. And I'm not trying to put it where nobody oh, can perfect. see it. No, hell, they don't care. It, it was legal <laughs> or illegal? It was legal. It was legal. Oh, heck yeah. Raiders legal? Well, or? you know, Raiders legal. legal. Okay, all right. <laughs> bears a strong resemblance to silver and black flypaper with number 25 sewn on. What if you had to adjust anything in the growing area or pick your nose? Well, or you have to be careful you the growing area with do this that? stuff. Here's some uh, gum. I can't, I'm not, there's no way I'm, I'm not putting this in my mouth. <laughs> So Fred was famous for people feeding pieces of like gum that. on the sideline. Sure. Yeah. So he fed Fire. Peyton with the pieces. Look at this, I got the gum. So yeah. funny. And see, then you used to have sure. It sticks, but does this glop actually work? Could Stickum make me a better receiver? Well, they're showing that, that pass. He left his hand in the air. Now we got to look through some plays here and see what you'd like to pick out. To, Coach, I'm going to recommend some shorter to intermediate patterns. You know, <laughs> okay. too deep. That's way <laughs> too deep. Peyton is sticking these all over his body. <laughs> Keep this one later. All in case you need it out of the field. Yeah. That's crazy. Exactly. That's good. There you go. That's if I forget it. Yeah. <laughs> now we're ready. Okay, so I would just suggest anybody that hasn't seen it, Go on the YouTube and see that. There's a there's a great uh, Kenny Stabler makes a great cameo in there. You know, telling Freddie, "Hey, you may just made a great yes. catch." And he's like, "That yes. snake." Yeah. You know, and there's just some amazing catching highlights of, yeah. of Freddie. Yeah, cool. that was really cool. That was fun, man. So that was uh, so good for Peyton, man. He's a good sport. He's funny. Yeah, he is. You know, um, do you remember the uh, the Saturday Night Live skit? Oh where he's gosh. playing catch with the kids. When he's drilling those kids. Oh, the, my God. One of the funniest skits ever. It's so good. It's so good. So, yeah, so that was cool. So, good, so good job, Peyton, of course, Fred. And uh, we got a chance maybe to interview Fred in the, in the coming uh, weeks and coming, months. So coming up. Yeah. We're excited about that, and hopefully we can get him on the show. And of course, we, we, uh, we're big Bolitnikov fans around here. Absolutely. Um, all right, so, Masha, so another really funny thing that happened this week. Uh, Sonny actually hit me to this. I had a crazy week, and I didn't listen to a lot of sports talk. And, he, and uh, I was talking to Sonny the other day, and he goes, did you hear John Gruden on 
the Dan Patrick show. And I go, no, I go, he's on Dan Patrick. He goes, oh yeah, you gotta, you gotta check it out. John Gruden did a, did a live it. Cause you know, he knows what a big fans you right, and I right, are of right. Dan Patrick. He goes, oh, you gotta check it out. So I went and checked it out. It's amazing. So we got some audio okay, for you here. Here it is. He's uh, John Gruden, kind enough to join us as uh, we recap episode one of Hard Knocks. Coach, did you watch the episode? I'll tell you what, man, I did. And you take a look at those Derek Carr arms. Nobody wears a red quarterback don't hit me shirt better than Derek Carr. Those arms, that's that lotion. He said he wanted to put the little white stuff on his nose. I'll tell you what, man. Nobody's going to hit you in the nose. You're Derek Carr. You're not, in, you're not in my dreams. I want you in people's nightmares, man. Freddy Krieger, that guy. You know what I'm talking about? Are you all in on this team? I'll tell you what, I love these guys, man. And if I don't, if I don't love them, I'll trade them, man. <laughs> well, you did say that like Ronald Ollie. You just cut him. Like he... Like two you days in. The effort, man. You got to put the effort in, Dan. If the Danettes, if your guys back there on the other side of the glass are not doing their job, you're getting rid of those guys. We want guys who want to play. We don't want guys who are out there going half speed who can't even do a log roll in some type of tumbling class. We want guys who can make it happen. If they don't, this isn't the. This isn't the Outback Bowl. This isn't the Sugar Bowl. This isn't the Blue Bonnet Bowl. This isn't none of that stuff, man. Uh, I, why didn't you address, why wasn't it addressed on the show, Antonio Brown's feet? Those those feet are so scary, they can't even show them on HBO, man. <laughs> That's part of the problem. You thought you could see, you've seen, you got Game of Thrones. This was too crazy for Game of Thrones. I mean, you can't have that stuff on television, but I'll tell you what, Antonio Brown, he's got to fix those feet, or we're going to be in for fixing ourselves, man. Uh, you got a rookie safety there, who you know, Jonathan Abrams. He he likes yeah. to he likes to chattle. He could be crazy. He stirs the pot a little bit, doesn't he? Yes, and, and he, he talked he, back he to you. Eye to eye. Did you see going eye to eye with me? Did you see that? <laughs> yes. He's trying to go eye to eye. We get a <laughs> stare down contest. I didn't blink. Abrams blinked. You know why he blinked? Because I don't blink, man. I just use my power of tele telecalepathy. I'm not even sure if that's a word, it's, man. But te- is it telepathy? <laughs> Whatever, man. I don't know. I don't know what, I'm I don't know what you're days, talking about. In the old days, well, in the old days, I had Tarico. I'd say, "Hey, Mike, what is that?" And Tarico come up with an idea of what it was. It was nice to see some old videos, though, of uh, you know the previous greats uh, john madden uh seeing uh, him with the blocking sled that was nice that was nice to see i'll tell you what that i don't know what was going on there but in true john madden form he didn't just tell you about the seven man sled he got on the seven man sled and then he demonstrated what it was like to be a coach on the seven man sled he kept doing that right 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 that thing he did there i thought there was a glitch on the web feed man that was tremendous i love watching john madden i love, love the the history, all everything behind what's going on here with the Oakland Raiders. This is, <sighs> I'm tearing up here, man. What? What can we? You okay? Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. What can we expect with uh, you know the next episode of Hard Knocks? You go hunt 100 percent mental right now, 50 percent physical. We play other teams. We're going 100 percent, maybe 200 percent, maybe 300 percent, maybe 400 percent. I don't care how many percentages over 100, but it's going to be tremendous, man. And no more hot air balloons from A B. That afterburner thing coming in at Chopper, man. 
it's going to be a, a pretty good. We're going to make it. We're going to make it happen, man. Well, Coach, thank you very much. It's uh, great to talk to you. We appreciate your time, and uh, hopefully, we'll get a chance to talk to you during the season. Absolutely, man. I'm going to go work on my colloquialisms and sayings, man. <laughs> Oh my god! Isn't that fantastic? That is so funny. It's that the best. So funny. It's, the, it's the best. So if you uh, didn't figure it out during the course of that interview, of course that's Frank Caliendo uh, doing his John Gruden, and it's 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 fantastic. It's so dead he's on. The, it's so dead on. He and and he's a, he's just brilliant, man. His Madden is great. He uh, does so many people so good. So, anyways, that was that was good stuff there from uh, from Caliendo, and of course the DP show. So uh, uh, good stuff there, Raider Nation. All right, Mosh. Now let's get into some uh, some actual audio. We're gonna get into some actual updates from the team um so week two of uh week two of uh spring training no uh training camp training camp yeah spring yeah. training spring Jeez, training. i thought i was doing baseball <laughs> well you did baseball for how many years like a oh million of them yeah so uh anyways yeah so week two of uh of training camp uh, of course we had the game against the rams this week and we got some fun audio uh from uh, uh, a handful of players and of course uh court court of course, we are just mush mouths tonight. Mush We're not even drinking. Not even drinking, and it's late, and it's and it's uh, work season. So it, yeah. it, go figure. Uh, but anyway, so we're going to hear from a handful of players, and of course, Coach Gruden, Coach Buckner. But first off, Mosh, I threw this one in there. We talk about Rodney Hudson a lot, all the time. He's we one of our faves. He's one of our faves. We love Rodney Hudson, but you don't ever hear from him much. No. Okay. Well, here's why. <laughs> Is what are you guys trying to do? All about the cliche. You need to be for the season. Uh, we just got to continue to grow together. Uh, it takes a lot cliche of work. Number one, you know, five number guys two. up there together. Number three. Uh, you know we got to communicate. Number we gotta, four. You know, you know everywhere. We got to just continue to grow together. We got uh, a few new guys, new guys, but they've been both experienced in the first group. So, uh, but it's about everybody. You know, we trying to grow the first group, the second group, the third group. We all trying to learn and grow together. Obviously, it's a work in progress, but I mean, do you feel like you guys are about where you want to be at this point? Oh, yeah, we're making strides. We're making strides, but you never can be uh, complacent. So, uh, we got uh, a lot of. You know, a lot of work to do and a lot of growing. Sizzla, sizzla, sizzla. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Already, but um, it's only a matter of time. Probably pretty soon, when Cooper will be elevated to the one, so you guys can get ready for week one. What do you? What is? What, what's the process like? Just being comfortable with the guy next to you. We're just, Too long we're of a just question. trying to work. Too long. We're just trying to work. We're not really like me asking for the week one. We're trying to, uh, you know, get better tomorrow. You know, we practice today. We got to go in the meeting rooms and, and learn from it, see what we did good, see what we got to improve on. So uh, I don't, I know I'm not personally, but I'm pretty sure nobody else is really looking that far ahead. Did you watch the show last night? Absolutely not. No? Absolutely not. Why not? That ain't my thing. That ain't my thing. Reality TV. <laughs> good for him. Good for him. I know. Yeah. So I love it. So it's funny because he goes – they're literally he's literally spoken every sports cliche there is available for the entirety of that interview until the very end. Yeah. And that's legit, man. He's like, that ain't my that thing. Ain't my and thing. you know who else too? Josh Jacobs. Like he he put out a tweet or something, Instagram, something, and he was like, Y'all keep asking me why I'm not on hard knocks. And he goes, I hide from him. Like, there's wow. there are some players that are just like, I don't want to like oh. look, it's hard to get entirely out sure. of the way, but you notice. Now we've watched episode number one and two. We're going to talk more about episode two in a little bit. You've not seen Rodney Hudson. You've barely seen Mike Mayock. You've barely seen Josh Jacobs. Right, right. These are high-profile guys and high-profile people, and you don't even see them. It's pretty interesting. That's crazy. Yeah, so good stuff from, uh, from, the, from the captain there from, uh, from Rodney. Now, one guy we have seen yes. a lot of. One of our rapidly becoming one of our 
all-time all favorites. favorites. Coach Buck, man, he's one of the funniest. And so this is Coach Buck. Okay, if you've never seen a picture of Coach Buckner, I don't know how much he weighs, but I'm going to guess it's 260-plus. Is that fair? Uh, yeah. Okay, not a guy you would expect to get skinny. Right. Okay, but he's telling us about how to get skinny. Look, trust me, nobody's going to let – when you hear a guy say get skinny through, through the hole – you all, I all say gonna run up that 320 pounds and get 130 when you get there. You gotta get here and you take surface away. Yeah. And you get skinny through the hole. A lot of times we have blitzes where we can get through, but we don't turn, so we end up having to go wide. Mm-hmm. Get skinny through the hole, then when I get through, I step through, I'm back to fresh out, right? So everybody snapping this way. Run full speed, then snap. Ha! There you go. I love that. You're not oh, going to be 130 man. when you're you going to go in at 320 and be 130 when you get there. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So good. And he's, it's funny because he's showing that technique, right? So it basically he's exploding to the line of scrimmage. He's turning his body sideways and getting in between the guard and the tackle or whatever sure. it is. They're just bags there, but essentially it would be to the guy. And so then you get through, you get skinny, you get sideways. And then once you gain that leverage inside, then you spin and pop the other way. And now all of a sudden, that's when he says, oh, now you're in fresh, fresh air because you're, right, you're on right, the other right, side right. of him. But watching him demonstrate the drill, he still can move. Yeah. Like he's, I don't know, he's like his late 40s or something like that. But you could, st- like, he's still got, like, it's cool to watch these guys, man. And, and Buckner, man, we love There's him. There's a so bunch much. of them that you see that you're like, put on the pads, dude. Yeah, like Pete Koch. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, Woodson. Woodson. Oh my oh, gosh! God, talk about somebody that looked great. Oh, wait, we got we got we got okay, to save we'll that. Yeah, we'll yeah. save that. All right. So, um, another funny moment that came up this week was uh, uh, that didn't make the Hard Knocks show, but but Gruden was talking about Alec Engel, the fullback um, that's competing with Keith Smith, who is back now. Uh, good job, mm. Keith Smith, getting back from that injury, and look forward to seeing him play. Um, but Alex Ing- Alec, I think it's Alec A L E C. Alec Ingold is uh, competing with Keith Smith and. Alec, um, he must have been a brick salesman or his family is in selling bricks at some point. Something masonry. Something to go along with it because, you know, coach, man, he knows every detail about every player. And uh, so here's him yelling at Alec about his bricks. Let's go. Let's line it up. Everybody else out of the end zone quickly. Come on. Clock's running. Let's go. Hey, 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 Abram. Don't hurt the grass. Get your ass moving. <laughs> hey, don't be a brick salesman. Don't be a brick. You can lose yardage. I need you to the front pylon. you got to get to the front pylon. You got me? You look like you're selling bricks in Ashwaubenon in there. Huh? <laughs> oh, he kills me. Best uh-huh. man. All right, we got we got to reserve ourselves on the hard okay. knocks stuff because we're gonna get to there. Okay. But oh my gosh, so so funny. All right, so uh, next up, so a great interview this week with little baby Clellan. Oh, nice. Okay, so a couple things about Clellan that we learned about, uh, here. First off, it's not feral; it's furl, furl, furl. Oh yeah, yeah, furl. So Clellan furl, Clellan furl. Okay, yeah. <laughs> So it's all one word. Q Dog's the one that came up with Clellan. Yeah. Which is funny because we were calling him Cleland Farrell. Right. And he was like, it's Clellan. And now we know it's Furl. So it's yeah, Clellan Furl. So it's just two words. Little baby. Clellan Farrell. Clellan Farrell. <laughs> <laughs> 
So anyway, so he's he's great. He's on the panel of NFL Network. It's Andrew Siciliano. It's Steve Smith. I've got three clips for you on this because he, he gets into, he's a, he's a fun, engaging guy. And uh, first off, uh, he talks about other things, but also they kind of lock into the food difference between the South, which ah. is where we live, which we know how amazing the food is in the right. South, um, and versus food in California, which is equally good, but it's much much different sure. in what is good out there versus what's good down here in the South. Cleveland Farrell, what was it like to actually hit another team today? Like actually get someone else out there other than Derek Carr and your teammates? Man, I, I tell you, that was a, a a big, big relief, man. Anytime you get to go against somebody else, you know, you kind of it can kind of get redundant going against the same guys every single day. You go out there get to test your skills against another team, especially like the Rams, NFC champions. So it was really, really good for us as a team, I feel like. So What's the res- what was the result then? Grade yourself on how you did today. I feel like I feel like I had a, a okay day. You know, what I mean, just from my standards. You know, I feel like the the the, the Pierce when we were just with the offensive line. I feel like I played pretty well. It was just going against a scheme like that. You know, I feel like I had a couple of mishaps just mentally where I could have nipped them in the butt early. You know what I mean? If I just would have had a little bit more time to prepare for them. You know, I'm tight because they got a very good team, veteran offense. You know, great players, so they run it to a T. So I really got to, your technique is the biggest thing. I feel you, like I you go against Andrew Whitworth. Right, right, right. He's yeah. a really good player. Yep, for sure. Known veteran in this league. I've been following him ever since he was in Cincinnati. So it was good. You know, heard some things from him too. So it was good. So you at Clemson national championship, you get drafted. Now you're in Los you're in California. What's that transition been like? Only thing is different is I would say is just uh, California is very beautiful, but you know the food isn't the same out here like the South. I would say. Uh, <laughs> what, what are you missing? What does what California need I, to make you happy? I mean, you know the the, the the barbecue is a little bit better down South. You know, yeah. just the soul food. I tell you what he missing. That's so he missing a grease. That, That's what he's missing. <laughs> See out here in Cali, man. Salt, most salt. Steve yeah, it's too much salt out here in Cali, man. It's you know it's. It's sleek. Right. Can we get you some sushi. Yeah. I could, I'll do sushi. Yeah. It got to have that soy sauce. I need yeah. that salt. Okay. You know what I mean? You do that. But it's been Acai good. bowl, you have some. Look. Acai, yeah. I tried it, and it's been good. You know, <laughs> as long as it's shrimp. It can't be the raw fish. It's got to be shrimp. You know what I mean? But it's good. Oh, man. Isn't that funny? That's great. That's funny, man. Good stuff, man. I love it. Love it. Good stuff from from, uh, from Clell and Furl. And we'll get to the Furl. They, 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 they get to that here in a minute. Um, so here, and a little bit more of a serious note. Um, you know, we reacted, I wouldn't say negatively or adversely, but we were surprised when... when, when shocked. Went, shocked. We were, there, was a, <laughs> we were, there was a shock factor. We were, everybody was looking for Josh Allen and Cleland Furl showed up. Yeah. So yeah. Um, it, was, it was a little bit of... Uh, it was jarring, right? Sure. When, when, when it happened. But since... Or after the fact, and we've learned about him, we've learned about his interactions with, 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 with uh, Mike Mayock and with the coaching staff and obviously his career at Clemson. And, and so we become, we become more familiar with him. We get it why he was drafted. And what a great choice it, it was. was. Amazing choice. And one of the things that Mayock and John Gruden agreed upon was that this is one of the guys that's going to be the building blocks for the next generation of Raider, the next generation of Raider greats, and they're going to build their own legacy, which is amazing. And as reverent as the Raiders are, and we are to the to the history of the team, it's time for this new generation to build their own legacy. Right. right. We want well. This is one of the guys that's a foundational part of that, and so they hit him with it about being a leader and what it what it, what that means to him and what it means to the team. 
You know, I was I was talking to one of your coaches, former teammate of mine, yeah. uh, Brinson Buckner, who's your coach, D-line coach. Yeah. And one of the things he gave, he gave you a great compliment. He said, he remind you're like a Mike Rucker, yeah. right? Professional, about his business, and just w comes to work every single day and doesn't take any plays off. Yeah. What, what, do, you, what do you think about that? I mean, it's a... I mean, appreciate that from Coach Buck. You know, I feel like he, he nobody. I'm, I'm the hardest on myself, but I feel like nobody is is as hard on me as he is, man. He he really he tried to get it out of me every single day, but I feel like that just comes from my love for the game. You know what I mean? It's just at a young age, I understood, you know, what I wanted from this game and how I felt about this. So, and I'm blessed to be in this position. Not everybody get a chance to come out here and do what I get to do for fun and to make it a, a career, a lifestyle. I mean, you know what it is. It's people out there that can't walk every day. So mm. it's just it's just not trying to take things for granted. So, Well, a lot of people were surprised when the Raiders took you where they took you. Obviously, you weren't surprised, I would right. assume. But the one thing that stood out to me was when Mike Mayock, your GM, said he took you because he wanted you to help establish a new culture yeah. here. When you heard that, how did you take that? That's a lot on a rookie. I mean, it, I feel like it can be, but I feel like the biggest thing he told me was just be myself. You know what I mean? I don't. I feel like that's the biggest thing. I don't try to be nobody else, and I feel like, you know, I can just be a positive influence on anybody or any team. You know, just because I feel like I'm about the right things. You know what I mean? So, it was a. It was definitely a big compliment, but. Uh, I'm just, I was just excited just to get the opportunity, and now I'm actually in the thick of it with my teammates. And, I'm, and I ain't perfect. I've still got a lot of things to learn as a first-year player, but that's the biggest thing. I don't see myself as a rookie. That can kind of get a bad connotation, but I see myself as just a, a first-year player in a new setting, got learning curves like everybody. But, you know, I'm trying to uh, take this thing by the hands, by, by the horn. So I'm just excited to get started. So what do you think about that, Mosh? I, I, I mean, I love his comments, I, and I really took note of when he said, I don't look at myself as a rookie because that could have a negative connotation to it. I love that. And that was pretty legit, I love right? That. Yeah. It's that, that's that old soul mentality. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. great. It's you good know, stuff, I, it, It's hard because there's some guys out there that have got years on him, you know, and, and playing experience. And to, to come in with that mindset that they want me to be a leader, I'm going to let my play show that I can do it. And I'm going to have the right mindset. So that's that's awesome. That's awesome. And we need it. You know, we know we have leaders on offense. We know we have Derek Carr and Rodney Hudson. But when, you know, Mac departed, I think, honestly, and, and I genuinely mean this, I think the biggest impact to our team with him leaving was the the, the absence then of, of, a, of a very distinct leader on the defensive, defensive side leadership. of the ball. Sure. And now we got Vontez Perfect, and now going to be Clellan Furl. And, and so I'm excited uh, for him and this, and this young man. I think we got a lot to look forward to uh, with him. All right, so uh, in the first episode of Hard Knocks, one of the funniest moments was him and Jonathan Abram oh riding, riding horses, right? Yeah. And they're, they're, they're holding hands, and they're singing that song <laughs> from the Damon, uh, or not Damon Wayans, from the Wayans Brothers TV show right. from back in the 90s. Right, it's so dang funny, and so uh, so they started. This, so they hit him with it. They asked him about it, and he's, he's he was a really good sport. Yeah, had up here before, they got at it a little bit. You guys were riding horses, and, right? And the final shot, you guys are holding hands when riding. <laughs> That's sweet. Hey, ain't no, hey, watch your words. Watch your words. Now I know you. You the dog. Watch your words. <laughs> 
I just thought I just thought it was a touching scene. That's all. Look, I ain't even they didn't look. They didn't have the cameras right there, but we was just it was came from a movie scene that we was oh, going man. over. You know what I mean? Everybody watches the Wayne's bro, brothers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My brother, we're happy. Yeah, we'll yes. sing it. yeah. And that was the episode from that movie. So we oh, was just okay. playing that episode. Yeah. It wasn't nothing like that. But it was. No, that yeah, that was. We, that we was, brought you on to explain it. <laughs> no, but that was. Def- we brought you on. That was definitely. That was definitely a great tie. You know, I wouldn't change it for nothing. No response to that. People can take it how they want it. <laughs> Hey, I, I was fine with it. I just didn't like Jonathan <laughs> Salmon. Just, he also, Jonathan told me he was going he said, how does it feel to go across the middle and get your, what did he say, spleen ruptured? Spleen ruptured or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what he take said. Him out. He was going to do if I come back and play. Oh, I mean, I would love to see that if you could. <laughs> <laughs> are you trying to say that you think he can do it, or you just want to see me come back and go at it with him? I, w- I mean, you was in you were in Clemson now, so you know you saw, you saw it firsthand. <laughs> I did, I did. And we, I know the, the adage we all built from the same cloth. I say this. One too many players like you. You know, I had a lot of respect for you. I grew up a Baltimore fan too. You know what I mean, but. Hey, we trying to set our own identity. Over love there. it. You know what I mean. So, don't matter who you. It don't matter who step on the field. You know what I'm saying. It's it's it's, it's our time, man. Awesome. So, I think we both see what Mike Mayock was talking about when he said about you're the guy to help build the culture. When he took you that night in April. Oh, he is. He's a tone setter. It's a tone setter. Yeah. Appreciate it, brother. Mr. Furl. I thank Appreciate you. Thank got you. it right. Got it right. We want Furl of the Oakland Rage. And now, uh, so check this out. So Steve Smith is an intense dude, man. Sure, sure. He's he's I think just about fought everybody on the NFL Network, and, and was willing to fight every cornerback he ever matched oh, up against yeah, when yeah, he was yeah. in his playing days. He's one of those guys that would have been a perfect Raider. Oh like, yeah, absolutely. Love, love Steve Smith Senior. And so, um, what I dug there was that because him and Abram kind of got into it, you know, sure. you know, they were gotten a little mouthy with each other, whatever but it was. It was, I think it was more playful than what people took right, it as. Right. But, um, but so they brought, they bring that up and I love it that they, they kind of put Clellan on the, on the spot there and he backed his guy. Absolutely. He backed his guy. And he said, you know what? I would have loved to have seen it. And as much as I respect you, we're trying to do our own thing. And that's where it was like, as much as again, to go back there, as much as we're reverent about the Raiders past, they're taking all comers. They're and not was, scared of anybody. No. And I love that. That's the way it should be. That's You're, the leadership we're looking yes, for. Yes. Absolutely. Is that, uh, I can respect you for what you did in the league, Steve Smith. You're an intense dude. I mean, and he didn't he didn't bat an eye. He didn't break uh-uh. eye contact. He didn't do, boom. He was right there with the man. And you know what Steve did? That's why you're a tone setter. Yep. He respected him back yeah. for not yeah. backing no, down. Cool, I thought man. that was great, man. That was a great moment of, of television there. And so so major props to uh, to Cleveland Farrell and uh, Furl. And I uh, just can't wait, man, for watch this so, guy dominate. Week one yeah. ended with uh, the Rams. The Rams. So we beat the Rams 14-3, to and, uh, and we got to hear Coach uh, talk a little bit about the game. We're going to go to Arizona. It's a short week. The plan is to play the starters. Don't know how long, but I want to get ready to rumble. Are you guys with me on that? Let's hear it for Trayvon Mullen. He's going to be a dad, man. Let me tell you something. We had 20 veterans go out to dinner the other night. We had about 50 other uh, young players play the off tonight. But it's going to be rookies like this and old men like you, Westbrook, that make this season special, man. So let's get Trayvon in here for a break. Let's break it up. Yeah, I, 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 
Isn't that awesome? It's so cool. I love it that you know that when, when in the in the so post game in the locker room breaking down a win, and very little to do with performance. It's all about family. It's the way they yeah. ended. So he and, humanized and, it. He humanized. It's the way they ended episode number one of Hard Knocks right. with family. It's all about and look. That's what Raider Nation is all about, man. It's one big giant family, and from the team on down to us fans, man. I thought it was uh, brilliant stuff there from Coach. Nobody enjoyed a good Donnybrook more than sixth-year linebacker Phil Villapiano. This is Phil Villapiano, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio. All right, Uncle Mosh, we ready to get into it? Ooh, I might have to go. Okay, well, you go, <laughs> you, you go, and I'll hit the button here. We're running out of time. My life is running out of lifespan. <laughs> if you if you're a listener to this show, you're gonna get you're gonna get absolutely sick of hearing us play that John Gruden clip because it. Okay. We're running out of time. My life is running out of lifespan. It's just the best, man. It, that that moment from Hard Knocks absolutely cracked me up. So last night, so it was episode two of Hard Knocks. Uh, had a lot of fun. I sat down with uh, with both my boys and uh, and, and watched the show. And and uh, man, we when it got to that, there was a lot of moments of episode two uh, that were were very very funny. But when it got to that moment, and and he dropped that when he was yelling at Nathan Peterman, we all three of us just absolutely fell out. And, uh, and and had to pause the episode, man, because we were cracking up so much. It was just such a such a uh, a great uh, uh, part of the show, and it really just you know Gruden's personality has just absolutely shined. You know he's unfiltered, and it's just really refreshing uh, to see coach like that, to see him completely unfiltered in that way. And uh, you know, of course, they kick off every episode with Coach Gruden. So uh, I'm going to digress for a minute, and before we kick off our episode of um, or our episode our segment uh, on hard knocks let's go ahead and, and, and kick off our segment with the way that they kicked off uh, episode number two good evening man uh, just some notes here man uh, the first week of training camp is in the books man one week is down all right like everybody just stand up welcome each other to the second week of training camp man all right second week of training camp yeah on a serious note now I like where we're going, I like what we're doing, but uh, as I said at the beginning, um, the second week it's time for us to raise the bar now. Are we clear on that? We gotta raise the bar. I wanna practice with better etiquette, okay? Stay off the ground, stay away from the quarterback. I want the backs and receivers to finish runs, okay? I want better etiquette. But more than anything, I want better execution. Are we clear on that? I want better fucking execution. I want you to get a little bit pissed off. All right, not a lot of people expect very much from us. Do they? Do they? You've been reading about us? Not a lot of people expect enough from us. I'm tired, man. I'm tired of reading about it. It's time for you to stick your foot up somebody's ass, man. I'm looking for a relentless, every situation strain. I want everybody to pick it up tonight because we're capable of being a great football team. Anybody, anybody that thinks rookie Abram disrespected 
or stood up to John Gruden or looked him in the eye and punked him out or called him or anybody that took that for more than it was didn't see that episode, doesn't know John Gruden, has no clue about the reason he got a 10-year, $100 million Uh contract. You've got to take reality TV for what it is. I don't care if it's the NFL or Duck Dynasty. Reality TV is what it is. And, you know, when you've got a personality like, like, like Abram, and he, can, and he can go and he can yuck and he can, and he can do all that for the camera and all that, and it's all fun and games, but I promise you, he knows that side of Coach Gruden. Yeah. And he ain't about to he, – he'll play with him, but he ain't about to disrespect him. No. So, so you, can, you can just put that out of your brain, I you, know, you. you know, because that was so awesome. That he was turned a, like – I mean, instantly it was like, hey, you know, yeah. welcome to camp week two. Sure and all of a sudden, bam. I mean – Yeah. I'm calling the shots. This is what we got to do. You want to play? Let's play. Let me show you how. He definitely you know? cranked up the intensity. And did you? Did you? Um, what did you think about? You know, look. There's. I mentioned last week about the dynamic range between the humor and the the more serious moments. Uh, what did you think this week? I felt like there were. It were still some very funny moments like this. We're running out of time. My life is running out of lifespan. <laughs> so there's that. But then, then you have just like that opening series there, uh, and and amongst others, where did you feel like the intensity was dialed up, like more so top to bottom this episode versus the last? I I, I promise that that his script for training camp has these things in it. He's got that first week. Welcome everybody. Give everybody a chance. Pat him on the back. Kick him in the ass. Tell him you love him. And then the next week, it's okay. You got all the hugs and the kisses and everything out of the way the first week. I still love you, but now my foot's gonna stay in your butt a little bit longer because it's it's coming down to who wants to play, who wants to watch on Sunday, and you know it. He knows this is not his first training camp. He knows where he has to be each week, and next week is going to be even more intense. You know what I'm saying? Because it's that's at, a great point. It's true. This training camp is just as scripted as anything as as every single second of what they're doing on the field. That's why he has 23 people in that coach's room with him. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and they, they, there's no okay. Well, maybe you know, I need time with defense today. No, this is what we're doing. This is how we're going to do it. This is the level we're going to take it to. It's uh, you know, it's 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 an interesting point that you bring up because in week one we saw alumni weekend, we saw all the families, we saw very limited padded practices, we saw the players arriving and kind of unpacking. We saw. You're right. It was very light in terms of of uh um, again again intensity it was it was there was a lot of kumbaya a lot of hey mm-hmm. look at but you're right i mean yes a couple guys got cut but for the most part the overall feeling was pretty you know it, it was a lot of camaraderie look, going on but you're right that's that's the difference is that now it's like okay now we're freaking working we're effing working like yeah it's, 
You know what I mean? And, and and you and I have both coached, and we've coached on the same team, and I've worked for you. And and when we when we had the little kids out there, and we had moms and dads out there, and hey hey dad, come out here, help us shag balls. Hey moms, we we even had a game one time where we had our seven year olds playing against the parents. You know? Yeah. And and we had a blast with that. But when it was game time, those parents didn't come near our dugout. No. And it wasn't like you and I were were beasts, but the kids had to understand there's there's one person you listen to. And I and I've heard you tell my tell me and tell other coaches, let me do the yelling. Let them hear my voice. Let I'm the guy on third base. Let me be the one telling them when to run, who to throw the ball to. So there there's there's that level of, okay, this is fun and we're doing this for the enjoyment, but now we're in a game situation. And, and that's what they were, they were bucking up to. They were, they were prepping for that L.A. game, you know, and the same thing is going to be this week as they're prepping for Arizona. So it's, it's, it's all part of it, you know. That's, that's a great point. So who would um, – so with that intensity and with – so obviously Gruden is the freaking star of this show. There's sure. no mistake in that. No mistake. There's a lot of players that have – hidden from the cameras as we mentioned there's a lot of guys like jacobs and 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 hudson and mayock and guys that that kind of shy away from the attention of the cameras who is it to you has been aside from gruden a standout what players or coaches have stood out to you that's coach buck man it's buck i love him i love the guy i love it i love when he said when when he he got his guys around him man and and he and he and he it's an it's another example of uh they they showed it and, and they his guys were getting beat and, he, and and one of the guys came in and said oh yeah man but the tight end you know and he's like don't tell me what the tight end did don't tell me what they did I don't care what they did I'm concerned with what you can do yeah. and he and he and he addressed all of them and he said that's how you lose games is by worrying about what they do do you win games by doing and I'm paraphrasing, of course, but you win games by doing what you can do. You know how to do that. And even the announcer said, yeah, after he lit that fire, then they went out and did the right thing. And then and then later on, about a half an hour later into the show, it shows him hit, hitting all his guys on the head saying, do your best. Do what God intended you to do. Go, you know, so that was freaking cool. That was man. great. It was almost like he was anointing them in the freaking huddle, man. That was, was amazing. So awesome. That was and they very did. Cool. They did great. Yeah. You know? So, um, but it's, it's, it, these guys are bringing up the, there's a reason and, and I'm all over the place, but no, I love it. Mosh, there's a reason that alumni weekend happens at the beginning. Oh, man. you know, yes. There's a reason yes. for that. There's a reason they bring all those guys in. There may, there's a reason Guy Ferretti was there that first week, you know? And Jeezy uh, and all those and, people. And, yeah, yeah. And, and the ones that get it, my guy Doss, they asked him, well, who are you bringing in? You know, and he's like, well, you know, I'm going to bring in, you know, mom and dad and blah, grandparents, blah, blah. Bring any girls? No. No. The smart ones, the smart players aren't going to bring in the distractions. Yeah. They're the ones that are going to get it. And they're and and I, and that registered with Gruden. I promise that registered with Gruden. That's a good point too. See, that's the coach's perspective that you bring cuz you know, while you 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 deferred to me for a minute there when we were coaching kids, but you coached scholastic athletes for many many sure. many years and you have a different perspective and I think it's a unique perspective that 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 professional coaches, not guys like chuckleheads like me that just, you know, volunteer their time on the weekends, but you know, but but guys like you that actually did it for a living for a long long time. You bring that perspective, you're right cuz I didn't pick that up. That like that's what 
And you think that was that was intentional by Gruden? You, or do you think that I don't think Gruden does anything that's not intentional? Well, okay, but that and and it's and you're and right because that's a good, such a strong message from Keelan Doss to Coach Gruden, isn't it? Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. Yeah, no, That no, went no. way over and my he, head. He, I didn't even pick that up. And Gruden tries to laugh it off. You know, I, I, I'll bet you got lots of girls. And he's going, yeah, you know, I got a few. And he goes, right on. Gruden says, yeah, right on. But, he, it, but it registered. This kid ain't bringing him in. And, and then later on, he asked him, how many tickets you got? You know, how many tickets you get? And he says, yeah. oh, two. You know? Yeah. And he had more than that. He had more than that. But he, did, he didn't, he didn't Call, talk gosh. about it. He didn't bring, it, bring that up. And, and who knows if Doss really did all that. You know, if he really did not bring in distraction people. Right, right, know? right. But I don't know. That was a great moment. Hey, so so Kim catching that touchdown pass was obviously uh. a great moment. Peterman's run, a 51-yard run. Nathan Peter Vick, as I've been calling him. Um, you know, that was a great run. Yeah, but um, he wasn't the quarterback I was impressed with. You love you some Mike Glennon. I, you know why? Because he's got that big, long neck like Peyton. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't for the neck, he'd be 5'10". <laughs> but he's not. He's 6'7", and I, he can see the whole field. And when he threw that he bomb. He could sling it, man. Holy he crap. That was J.J. A, Nelson adjusting to the ball and everything. Oh, uh, yeah, he can sling it. So so give me your player. So in terms of players, right? So obviously um, – uh, uh, we 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 talk, Keelan Doss is, is is a favorite. Love him. Glennon Love him. is a favorite. Peterman, interesting. I mean, the run was great. Uh, what about Max Crosby? Tell me what you thought I about the love. Whole- I, I how. Awesome. I mean, all I'm thinking of is is Jim Otto playing with a broken leg. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, uh, and I'm like, and that's, hey, it's broken. All right, all right. Hurry up, put a cast on. It. Let's go. I gotta go. You know, like, I mean, he never he, even winced. No. Yeah, it, he goes. It's a noodle. It's broke. Okay, okay. It's broke. And he and he cursed a little bit. And he's like, ah, oh, you know. Okay. Well, we can put a cast on. You can get back in. All right, let's do it. Let's go. You know. And and so what? What's the? Have you seen the report on that? No, I haven't. I mean, because he's gonna play. Yeah, I mean, he, you know, what I mean? he's gonna play. So like, he's it's it's like four weeks or whatever, and he's gonna play. So no, I haven't seen any any nothing uh, over the past couple of days, anyways. But, but yeah. I mean, what? I mean, what a stud. What yeah. a stud. Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, crazy. we are oh, our guys, man. That was awesome. It's the, the mindset is there. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, and yeah, I like his great. tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So one last question for you, Mosh, before we move on to see a fan's mailbag. Uh, I want to ask you about the, so the, the, the elephant in the room, right? The man's feet. I, oh. we, we, we saw the picture on Instagram. And now I know why we didn't see it week one. They were saving it, right? Sure, they were sure. saving it. That was going to be the, and you know, what was interesting to me is that, and I'm, I, I promise I'm not going to get on my soapbox, but when it comes to Antonio Brown's feet and this helmet scandal that never got going because they were non stories, he was very innocently hurt his feet. He wanted to have, keep his old helmet and made some offhand comments that the media took those two things and completely blew it out of proportion. And again, I'm going to save the soapbox. You want to hear the soapbox? Go to Mondays with Mikey Murph. I get absolutely. On it. I the get first on it. 15 minutes is all you need. I, to listen. I get on it plenty there. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so, so, but I will say this, but so it, it diffused this episode diffused all of that. We now know, and that's the cool thing about hard knocks. And we said this going in Raider nation. You're not going to have to speculate. You're not going to have to wonder what's really going on. You're going to see it. So we saw it. So tell me what you thought about Antonio Brown's mindset, response, kind of his overall disposition towards this. Because I'll give you mine just briefly. I was impressed 
the way that he was, we know the man's work ethic. I mean, we, we know that he's dedicated to continuing his training even through this, that it made me more of an, this is, this is in a nutshell, I'm more of an Antonio Brown fan now seeing this episode than I was before, and I was becoming a big fan prior. So I look at, <clears throat> I, I got I to gotta take the man at his word, okay? You're not going to try to pull a scam. You're not going to be a diva when you got $30 million on the line. If you, <clears throat> if you decide to walk away or hobble away or whatever you do, it costs the Raiders nothing. Nothing. It, it, nothing. Literally not, nothing. L- nothing. It, it costs them what it costs to feed you, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and he probably eats well. You know, so it probably didn't cost him a fortune. You know, this isn't Richie Incognito, you know, so <laughs> this the, isn't two dozen donuts in a bag of Doritos. Absolutely. <laughs> so, but, oh, I loved when Richie said, hey, don't get wound up. Just count to 10. I learned that in counseling. <laughs> yeah. I loved when he He's said so that. Funny, man. Anybody that can laugh at himself like that, Amen. that's my guy Amen. right there. Yeah. But, you know, I, when he was talking, when he was sitting on the grass and he's dripping wet from sweat and he's pulling off his socks and he's showing his feet and he's talking about the accident and how it happened in in France when he was on vacation and it was and anybody that would think that that was his fault or he did it on purpose is an idiot I'm sorry yeah I'm sorry nobody's gonna risk that nobody has that much money nobody has that much security that they're gonna risk injuring their tool it's not going to happen. So when he was saying he couldn't, he couldn't stand, so he did his workouts on his butt. A crawling. You know, his crawling was the word he used. I, was, I worked out crawling. Okay, you're serious. That blew my mind. You're serious. So yeah. the other thing I, I, I want to bring up is they go, oh, Antonio Brown left camp. Antonio Brown didn't just say, wake up one morning and go, I'm out of here. There was a conversation. Yes. This is a thirty million dollar guy. Yes. He's got. He's got his. Do- he his doctor was in France with him because his doctor treated his food. His food. His doctor treated his feet the very first day. He talked about lancing it with the scissors and draining it and all. That. His doctor was there, so he's got people that are saying, and and they're in conversations with Mayock and they're in conversations with Coach and they're going. The best thing for him to do would be to leave camp. Where did he go to leave camp? Do you think he just went and hung out? No. He went and got his feet continued to get rehab. He still worked out. He still studied his plays. Oh, my gosh. People, seriously? I know. They, they got to stop it, man. And, and, and we say it at nauseum at times. It's, it's often frequent that we talk about this stuff. And here's one of the big misnomers that – you know, look, we're going to we're going to stand on our soapboxes and dispel this until one day it's gone. If you think that the players and coaches and the coaches and the owners don't have conversations and communication, you're horribly wrong because at the end of the day, an NFL team is a corporation. It's a franchise of the NFL, of the National Football League, and I work for a large corporation. There's a lot of people that work for large corporations. You work for the freaking government. Guess what? We're not always at our peak efficiency and we're human beings and we make mistakes, but there's a high level of communication that's going on. All the time. You don't, Antonio Brown, future Hall of Famer, one of the, not one of, the best receiver in all of football, $30 million guaranteed, doesn't just wake up and walk out of camp. 
Exactly. If you think that these people aren't communicating with one another, you're freaking. I'm with you. You're an idiot. It's gonna. It's, it's gonna come, come on, out man. that why he was gone. He was fixing his feet. He was working yes. on his feet. He was. Ah, it's just silly. It's silly. Or when people are like, "Oh, Mark Davis and 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 John Gruden are at odds." Says who? You don't know. Show don't me think, the proof. Yeah, you think these people aren't talking to each other? You think these guys don't have an awareness of one another? You don't think that John Gruden knows what Mike Mayock's doing and vice versa? Absolutely. And Coach Buckner and, and Greg Olson and Paul Gunther. You think that these are just a bunch of lone rangers doing their own thing? No, that's not how it works. That's not how corporate <laughs> structure works. That's not how coaching structure works. It's absolutely... Um, oh, man, here See we go. Fans. Ah, okay, thank you. <laughs> Jeez, Mosh, back on the damn soapbox. Where's the freaking button? Hit the button. There he is, fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. He's tied, he's thrown. It is. All right, welcome to the Sea of Fans Mailbag. This is our favorite segment of the show. We have lots of favorites, but this is certainly one of them. And this is where we get to interact with you, Raider Nation. Get to interact with the uh, the members of the RFR community. RFR <laughs> community. And uh, uh, so anyway, we appreciate each and every one of you. And you can always contact us uh, two different ways, especially. You can call us at 909-345-3346. Leave us a message. And if we play your message three times on the show, you become what we refer to as a made man or a made woman. And uh, that is basically uh, that means you're you're kind of uh, you're part of the crew, man. You know, you become part of the crew. So please uh, contact us that way. Or you can email us at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. We have a lot of emailers to the show, a lot of overseas emailers because it's quite expensive to call the U.S. Absolutely. So most of our emailers are from the U.K. or or. or or we had heard from our buddy Rico in the Canary Islands for a while. Yeah, yeah I hope he's love, all right. Love to hear from him. Um, but uh, but anyway, so we hear from a lot of our folks in the UK, and uh, this is just just a great way to to contact us. You know, Mosh. Um, let me say this real fast. I got a we had a we had a lot of social media interaction this week. We did. Folks were fired up about the AB stuff and all that. And as much as I love the fact that you trust us enough to reach out to us for our opinion by sending us a message on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or all the various social media aspects or uh, outlets that there are, please uh, rely on these two outlets on, on the, on the, the voicemail line and on the, the emailing because it then allows us to interact with you on the air and then everyone can hear the interaction and i think that's important is that again i'm, I'm thankful the, that you, that you, that you do that you think enough of us and uh and and i don't want you to stop interacting with us but just do it in a way where we can make it a little more public that way everybody can kind of share in the communication because it's important because we care what you have to say you know what i mean we we care and we want to share it with the rest of uh the orifer community so <laughs> all right so we want to do first Marsh, you want to do emails well the first person we always hear from I always like to kick everything off with listening to Capo. And, uh, well, I, okay, so of the made men, you got to have a captain right, of the made men. Right, we call right. him the Capo, right? Yeah. And, uh, and he always kind of kicks us off. So uh, we'll hear from the Capo first. And uh, here we go. I preface this call by saying, no, I have not watched the current episode of Hard Knocks. Greetings. Here the Q-Dog Radio Capo coming to you from the great state of Texas. Murph, Mosh, Sonny, little Murph, started at arms, big Raider trucker. Mojo Raider, salute. 
Raider Ramon with only one, maybe two calls banked. Steffi game up, homie. <laughs> Raider Homer, B-Dog in a pasture. Running Bear. Chucktown Raider. Raider Wine. Des Grohl Steve, the historian. Mikey, the master debater Raider. <laughs> looks so much bigger on TV. But anyway, Monster Mash Ken. Full Metal Mexican. My man. And the ever-growing presence in the Dega Dungeon Rev Raider. New Jersey love, homie. Um, Kevin, the Raider nerd. Hope you made it out to the west side, homie. Super Deuce. Manny Bruce. Salvador. The Mater Raider Ron and Alliance. Johnny in San Diego, where you be, baby? Eye Patch. Hardcore Raider. Spiderhead Fitz Potts. Watch Raider. Much love, homie. His Lordship, Paul Egerton, and all of his titles. 24 Karat Kev, Wyoming Raider. Johnny in San Diego. Listen, um, can we get off the collective media ledge as a nation? I mean, much like 45, A.B. has dominated the media cycle with his hoof and mouth. Dared I say a disease? Did anyone notice that we won? We beat the Lambs in a preseason football game. Now, let's focus. We got perfect and incognito on our roster, and we're worried about A.B.? Lord, I say it, I say it again, yep. you've been hoodwinked. You've been bamboozled. You've been led astray, run amok. Listen, his foot didn't land on us. His helmet did. I'm trying to tell you, man. Get a grip. Breathe, nation. Breathe. Look, I don't want to watch um, any more of this, uh, this banter on any of the media outlets, if you can find that. And you know what? Uh, the hit list, let's go ahead and put the media executive who decided to put the uh, Niners and the Cowboys on instead of our Raiders this weekend. And also put anybody that says that they don't watch NFL football because the players got all political, which is code for black guys are standing up for themselves. Oh, and respect the swag, Jeff. Finally, I acknowledge you. I said it. Now hit the button, nerd. <laughs> Capo. He's, he he's had to do his research to get all those names oh right. God. Wasn't that brilliant? How that funny. Brilliant. He just killed He me. brought he's it, man. So he funny. Absolutely. Brought, if, he's not eligible for Sizzler Rewards anymore. We give our Sizzler Award every week to the sure. best caller. And so, so you know, Aaron knows he's not eligible for oh, it. But my that gosh. Was, that was fire, man. That, that was, was so funny that because was, I know Swag's listening and he's going, man, that guy hates me. Why does that guy hate me? <laughs> Because you know how sensitive he is anyway. <laughs> sensitive, Jeff. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh, that's uh, that, so funny. That was so good. And, I love and, it. Way and, to uh, go. Everything, to go, Aaron, Aaron, there, man. You know what? I agree with you. I agree with you, man. I had everything you had to say, and uh, and and we're honored to call you our capo, man. Oh, and, you're yeah, the best. He's the best. And, we, and I'm so thankful, too. Aaron is going to sit with us yeah. at the Raider game yeah. this year. That uh, So we got a big crew, big RFR crew going out to the game. Do we, we, I meant to talk about this earlier. We, I think we kind of hovered over it, but we didn't get into it. That We're going to, to the game on, uh, on November 3rd. We're right, going to the Lions right. game. And uh, so it's going to be uh, – so the four of us that are going to be at the Politnikoff dinner, it's going to be you and me and, and Sonny and Swaggo. Uh-huh. And then the next day – or not next day, the, that, that following Sunday at the Lions game, it's going to be the four of us plus our other cousin, Ryan. Right. Uh, plus my buddy from back home, Harley. Sure. And Aaron Q Dog Raider is going to be with us, man. I am so excited. We're going to have a blast. We're going to have a block of seats there, man. Oh, my gosh. That's going to be so much fun. We're going to park in the A lot. We're going to go hang out with Kenny and Che. We're going to go hang out with the black hole and the tailgate there. Uh, and we're going to eat our brains eat out. Our yes. brains out and walk around and smell. Oh, you my know, gosh. All the carne asada and the, the we'll just call it tree smoke. Uh, uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> that absolutely. happens in the bar. You know what? 
but it's going to be so much fun, man. And I'm so glad that, uh, you know, Aaron has become a good friend to us, uh, not only on the show, but off the show as well. And we got to spend so much fun time with him in the draft. And I'm glad we get to go see a game with him. It's oh, going to be great, man. It's going to be great. So, so great job, Capo. Hey, so uh, got some emails here. First one, evening, guys. Hope you're well. I hope Murph is a little calmer tonight than he was with Mikey on Monday's show. Man, Murph, Ooh. you were on fire. I had, I, I had a few moments there. Yeah, you did. Uh, isn't it great to have some football? Absolutely. Another preseason is finally with us, and the excitement is building as we get to see the guys fighting for their future, and it's all fueled this year by having hard knocks running between games. How good is Hard Knocks, by the way? I always wanted to see the Raiders on the show, and it hasn't disappointed. Me too. Uh, the game against the Rams was intriguing, was some good and bad to think about. It may only have been a preseason victory, but I always believe that winning breeds momentum and belief, which can go a long way moving forward, especially with the younger guys who can build, build belief in themselves, their teammates and the coaching staff as well as the playbook. Murph mentioned my favorite part of the night on Mondays with Mikey and Murph. Hearing Matt Millen on commentary was a wonderful thing after everything he's been through. Very emotional. Welcome home, number 55. At the time of this writing, I see Johnny Townsend has been released. Can't say I'm disappointed. And thanks to Q-Dog for persisting with his hit list. <laughs> Coach Gruden obviously listens to the show. Finally, tonight. Mikey asked Murph who he thought should light the torch at the final game in Oakland. Uh, I'd like to see Coach Madden uh, and Coach Flores on one side with Jim Plunkett and Kendra, Alexa, and Marissa Stabler on the other. Holy mackerel, that's strong. That's good. Our success represented by the leaders that took us to the promised land. Thanks, as always, for your work. Love your Raider Nation. Paul Egerton, Shopshire, Mississippi. Pauly Award winner from 2019. Sizzler scorekeeper. Proud made man and the one-time winner of the Raiders Fan Radio Sizzler Award. Whoa. Good that was a job. great email, Paul. Man, fantastic lineup there. Yeah, I love that. What do you think? Let me ask you, because Mikey did ask me who, who I thought would be the – the guy to like the tour, or the guy or gal or whoever. Well, but you, you got a, you got folks that are on a lot of people's Mount Rushmore. You know, right? you got you got Coach Madden, you got Coach Flores, you got you got Plunkett, you got you got Willie Brown, Willie Brown. But I mean, you got. I mean, I'm talking about in just what he's saying. Oh, and what Paul's group. stuff was, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and Stabler represented, and that was cool, man. Yeah, I mean, having I mean, his daughters. Yeah, that. Oh my gosh, that would be strong. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be good, crazy. man. I don't, you know, I don't know, I don't know. Uh that's that's a tough call. I think it's a political thing a little bit. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Who. That's what I thought, too, because Mikey said, well, we, he, they should have the fans. They should have, you know, and I don't disagree. It'd be nice if it was Violator and Gorilla Rilla and those, sure. you know what I mean? Because really, it's one and one A or one A and one B, whatever, in terms of, to me, maybe I, and this is not to disparage any of the other wonderful super fans, you know, Keith Smith and El Kukui, and there's a, there's so many guys, so many, so, and, and gals, you know, that Black Widow, and there's a lot of them that we respect and, and love, but in terms of like the OG, like the, the ultimate super fans, to me, it's Gorilla Rilla and it's Violator. Right, it's those, right, it's, it's right. those two guys. Okay. So as much as I would love to see them like the torch, you know, Violator started in L.A. Like, he didn't start off as an Oakland guy. So I don't associate him with Oakland. And, and so while I appreciate the sentiment, 
like you said, it could be a little political. I don't think it's going to be a fan thing. No. So who is synonymous with Oakland? Well, Madden started and stopped his coaching career when his one Super Bowl with the Oakland freaking Raiders right. in that Coliseum. So I, that to me is where my mind went. Because even Flores, even though he had a lot of connections to Oakland, he still won a Super Bowl with the Los Angeles Raiders. And nothing wrong with the LA Raiders. It's just not Oakland. So to me, it's got to be something synonymous with Freaking Oakland, I I think. But, but I, you know, I see I see something really cool. A lot like what he said. I see uh, I see Coach Madden there with the group that was possibly there for Alumni Weekend. Coach Madden leading oh, the Raiders oh, alumni. So Bolitnikov, Villapiano, oh Willie gosh, Brown, yes, Art all Shell, of them, all of them. Bring them back. Plunk it, bring them it. all back. Well, plug it wasn't there for Madden, but I'm with but you. But I'm but, saying though, but 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 bring the the. I got you. Invite those alumni. Invite That's Pete Cox, even though they were he was an L.A. Raider. Doesn't matter. Bring the franchise alumni back. That's it. And That's who, it. And who better to 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 throw the torch to the flame? The, the guy that inducted surrounded Kenny Stabler. Yeah, Madden surrounded by former players. That's Absolutely. it. That's it. I think that yeah. anything else is going to be a letdown compared and to that. So write that down because, you know. Yeah, Mastradamus. Mastradamus yeah. <laughs> has called it once again. All right, here we go. We got another email. So looking right. forward to seeing who plays and how they play on Thursday versus the Cardinals. I hope we see some of Jacobs. In other news, Loving how Gruden and company are handling the media storm that flies around our Raiders daily, especially the way they've handled all the AB media generated dramas. Good call. Uh, Got to say that John Gruden has really shown a different level of leadership this season compared to last season. And I think it's going to make all the difference as the season plays out. I think I, I agree with that, but we weren't there for hard knocks last year, even though even though Derek right, says, hey, right. it's different than last year, but he's got a different breed of cat he's trying to change. Yes, true, right? Yes, yes. Anyway, that's enough for me. Shout out to the RFR family. Love you guys, and one day we shall drink a beer and watch a game together. Shout out to the mini black hole, Stevie, Annie, Heather, Haley, Colin, King Louie, and Daisy. Much love. Shout out to SBUK. See you guys soon. And remember... They may take our lives, but they'll never take our Raiders. Nicely done. Nicely done. All right. Is that Kev? That's Kevin Scotland. He he goes on to – he has an addition because he thought maybe Google Earth – or no, no, what is it? (laughs) Google Voice. Google Voice might have got his email. So Gmail got him. So Gmail got him. (laughs) (laughs) He says, Uncle Boss, you got to do this in your best Mel Gibson Braveheart impression as this is the quote from the movie. LOL, ha ha. Well, nice, nice, nice. My Mel Gibson impression is usually from uh, uh, the movie What Women Want. But anyway. <laughs> hey <Hey-o>. <laughs> You guys, sorry for the late edition, but I've just watched the latest episode of Hard Knocks and have got to get this off my chest. Chucky in the house. Oh, my goodness. That opening scene, the speech, the fire, the passion. I spat out my cereal and was, was <laughs> fist pumping like we had just won a game. I love it. <laughs> episode two was off the chain. Great to see how we came back after a horrible day one practice versus the Lambs to absolutely dominate and smash them in day two and then beat their asses on that Saturday. Yeah. Great to see how Mad Max breaks his hand and can't wait to get back out there and play. That's a Raider right there, folks. I love this kid already. Also, how about Johnny Abram? We saw him in a different light in this episode. Maturity, leadership, hard work. I can see a bright future for this dude. Anyway, 
Catch you guys later. As always, love the show and appreciate all that you guys do. Just win, baby. Kevin Scotland with two emails. Awesome. Nice job. That might be the first time we've gotten back-to-back emailers in, in one episode. Great job, Kev. All right, so we got so still staying in the UK, man. I love it. We got uh we got another one from uh from I believe Haley, right? So so hey guys. Oh, did I give you the same one twice? Yeah, you did, but that's okay. Okay. I, Sorry I, about I, that. I took care of it. I can handle okay, papers. You, you got it. Hey guys, hope you're all good. Just finished watching episode one of Hard Knocks for the second time. Man, I loved it. I'm all for nightmares now. <laughs> I've not listened to episode 136 yet, but since Hard Knocks is shown a few days after the U.S. here in Scotland, I imagine episode one has already been discussed. So I'll leave it there. What is it with this Antonio Brown drama over helmets? Is it people hating on the Raiders? Yes, Haley. Or is he <laughs> generally threatening to retire? No, no Haley. Uh-uh. Hopefully, by the time the next show airs, it will all be resolved and he will be back training. It was. He never quit <laughs> training, honey. If he was generally throwing a, uh, a strap over the helmet, put your toys back in the pram, put on an approved helmet, and get to work. We have the playoffs to make. We are the Raiders, though. Nice. If it wasn't this, I'm sure it would be something else. That's true. Absolutely. Preseason starts in just over three hours. 1 a.m. start here, but I'm going to watch. Catch some of the younger guys and just be good to have some football on the TV again. Yes. Much love as always, Raider Nation. Just win, baby. Haley, Queen Haley of Scotland. First (laughs) RFR made woman. Go, Hales. I love it. I love it, man. That's great. Great job, Haley. She did a great job. She did a great job. Isn't that funny how this is – and this is – I'm not getting on the soapbox, but it's funny how like the the things that were relevant last week are irrelevant now this week, and it's it's just funny how they float these things out there and we pick them up and run. And it's and it's you know it's it's out of love because Raider Nation, look, we love our football team, man. We love our football team. We're so dedicated and so passionate about our football team that we get all ourselves all freaked out. I got to admit, Mosh, I was even a little on edge. And for a minute about the Antonio Brown thing, I wasn't worried about it, but it was like because of all the drama surrounding it, I kind of got a little bit edgy. I even you yelled did. at my brother and hung up on him. Yeah, but we do that all the time yeah, anyway. That's true. All right, so let's go next. Let's get to the callers. Uh, first up, we're going to hear from our buddy Hardcore Raider Murph, Uncle Moss, cue the cat dog, and Swag Jeff. Uh, the Hardcore Raider coming at you. Got a couple of things here. Um, I might have two calls, but I think it's some good stuff. So hopefully, we can get to both of them. I'll make it try to make it as quick as I can. Um, I want to ask you guys and see if you guys do uh, donations for the, you know, the fundraising you guys are doing, uh, other than just buying a shirt. Um, so let me know if there's a way me or anybody else from Nation can do that. Uh, next up, I think uh, just like Jeff, give him like a three to five minute segment for his uh, episode numbers. Uh, although I have uh, my own takes, you know, it seems like he might be uh, having some good content. But um, episode one thirty seven, this is all I got. So Swag Jeff, you better bring your game. Um, episode one thirty seven, we got one hundred and thirty seven days from today before our last game is uh, played as the Oakland Raiders against the Broncos. Good. It's going to be an away game, but that potentially could be. Our last game ever played in Oakland. Um, I uh, unless we make the playoffs, um, I, I, I agree with Murph about ninety nine percent of the time. But I disagree with you, Murph, on what you said about the Raiders need to go to the Patriots Stadium and play them uh, in the playoffs. Now, I believe uh, well their last game was played at Foxborough, 
and that was the last game I ever played at their stadium was against our Raiders. And now, uh, you know, if we play in the playoffs, that potentially could be our last game ever played in Oakland at our stadium uh, in Oakland, you know. So that would be, I think, the icing on the cake to get our uh, redemption and bring Brady's leg and have him come through uh, the black hole. So, you know, I I believe Brady needs to come to our, our house this time and our last game in Oakland. As far as it being, you know, I'm usually, I usually support the players 100%, but, you know, I'm struggling with this one a little bit. I understand the helmet and all that stuff. My main take is just it's a lot of unnecessary heat and hate uh, brought on Raider Nation, and he's only been like one practice suited up. And, uh, you know, it's just a lot of extra, you know, stress going on right now uh, before we even have a chance, you know, and the season hasn't even started. So that's it's really frustrating. However, their uh, hot takes and all that, all, their uh, sources are questionable. Uh, the only, the only buddy, the only, only person that can have that kind of information on AB would be a player, and that would mean it has to be one of two players that have already been cut. Um, you know, if Raider Nation thought that we were going to go riding off in the sunset on a white horse because Raiders are betrayed in a, a positive uh, f- fashion, uh, you know, through hard knocks, and if we thought that that was going to be able to be put out there without them coming at us a hundredfold. I mean, Raider Nation, we're lying to ourselves, you know, and that's, I mean, we better have seen that coming. It would be better to see more hate coming. We're going to get so much more hate. Just, it's going to be unreal. So just prepare you guys. Google voice has claimed you. (laughs) Got him. is undefeated here on Raiders uh, Fan Radio, but we appreciate Hardcore Raider calling in from Colorado. He's behind the enemy lines, Mosh, there uh, in, in, in Denver. But uh, a couple things there uh, that he brought up. First off, thank you very much for bringing that up. If there's a, another way to donate besides buying the shirt, yes, you can uh, our, send money to our PayPal. It's Murph at RaidersFanRadio.com, M-U-R-F at RaidersFanRadio.com and anything that I get to there it's I set that thing that PayPal up for the sales of our shirts but you can donate money there you could send money there directly and every single penny that goes into that PayPal goes into the Blitnikoff fund so right. everything so if you do if you just you don't feel like buying a shirt and you just want to send money to go to Blitnikoff I assure you that all of the money that you would ever send there will go directly to them so thank you very much for asking that and then you know what I of course we love it when people disagree with us because we were all uh, we're fans of sure. alternate opinions it's not just the you know it, 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 may, it may be we may be the host of this show but we're all about the uh airing other ideas and i love that i i you know i still kind of i still would rather beat them in their house because i want to see tom brady walk off with his head down to his own locker room and us celebrate on their field but uh i kind of like the poetic nature yeah. of that of the final stadium game like sure, that's pretty cool sure. that's a that's very very cool. good point so good job hardcore raider all right so uh next up how about mosh the guy that when he goes to work every day defends our freedom let's hear from our buddy mojo fellas mojo san diego checking in hey uh, i'm gonna be brief uh, just a thought see what uh see what the nation thinks about it uh this year in memory of cliff branch it'd be nice to see a shield on the back of each one of the team uh, helmets, just like the uh, just like the owl shield in the back, maybe number twenty one in the middle of it. Uh, like to see what you guys think about that. Just went, baby. Good idea. Yeah, it's a great idea. You know, um, 
the only thing that I think is a slippery slope for the team, and I'm, I want to hear your thoughts too. Uh, they did it for Al, right? Um, and I think you can do it for God forbid one day when when Madden passes away or, or when when Flores passes. But for players, how do you differentiate between? Because we've lost a lot of Raiders here lately. How do you differentiate between who's you know helmet number? status versus other like you know what i mean like because that's kind of tricky right and and i the reason i don't see it happening is uh because we have a history of not retiring numbers right, you know right. so the numbers are we didn't do it for stable we didn't so. do it for stabler so numbers are just a number you know numbers don't numbers don't make the man you know and yeah and i think yeah. i think woodson you know, he kind of alluded to that a little bit with, with Abrams. Oh, uh-huh. You know? Yeah, and good point. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's... It's 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 a great sentiment, Mojo. I a, love the yeah, idea. Absolutely. Yeah. But we, I don't know how you pull it off without... Because Al's easy. Because it's AL. It's, it's, it's not AL, a number, right? right? And, but I just... I don't... And I love it. I think it's a great idea. But I... I I'm thinking of it corporately. Exactly. And I just... Yeah, yeah. Because of their history and, and the histrionics of, of being that, that team that doesn't do that doesn't retire numbers i it probably just isn't gonna happen yeah yeah but it's you know? a great sentiment though man but well thought and, and uh yeah and uh yeah great call mojo as always great to hear from you my friend and uh let's okay mosh let's next let's go to uh let's go to houston speaking of cliff branch in houston uh hear from our buddy historian steve hey more from mosh houston Raider steve uh show 137 uh our, our friend uh, Clarence Davis had 137 yards rushing in the Super Bowl, man. He was all over the place, oh. Super Bowl 11 against the Vikings. Oh, uh, that's my good. Submission. Before I get to that, I want to say I really loved Hard Knocks. I loved seeing uh, uh, the blocking se- sled segment with uh, John Madden back when I was in high school over here in spring. I was a left tackle. After we did the wind sprints, we used to have to run uh, uh, 50, excuse me, 20 50-yard wind sprints, 96 degrees, full pads, and uh, gutting it out, man, I was always finishing the top five. Um, but my submission is, uh, my, my, my dance submission is uh, Parliament playing a flashlight. You got 60,000 people over there, old town, old school song. Remember we talked about singing last night? Yeah. Flashlight, green light, spotlight, <laughs> under the sun. Flashlight. You got 60,000 people standing up. Everybody, including myself, this 50-something-year-old man up there. We're all shaking our jelly up there, man. Of this song. You, it gets you up, man. Just just Google it. It's, uh, it's a great, great old-school Oakland song. So I uh, just want to tell people, man, let's go out and, and uh, support the Raiders. If you can make a trip out there, man, go to, see, go to the Chapel of the Chimes, go to Ricky's. Pay tribute to Al over there at Chapel of Chimes, man, but green light, spotlight, <laughs> under the sun. My singing's bad. <laughs> anyway, that's my submission. Spotlight, Parliament, and also, of course, you can't think of Oakland without thinking about Ice Cube. Now, somebody told me, they said, the only thing is whenever Ice Cube shows up, these games, the Raiders lose, so maybe they ought to do a cameo appearance <laughs> for him. But anyway, spotlight, green light. Uh, that's my song. Bye. Oh my God, you're so cracking funny. me. Hey, Steve, all I got to say is your your flashlight, your Parliament r- references. He's so funny. Oh, he's the best. Good job. Good that job. That might be the first time Hugh Storian had been uh, 
been uh, tailgating a little too much before <laughs> oh, he called us. Oh, we need to do that on tailgating too much. Oh, my gosh. Oh, we'll right. do that just for Keith yeah, next week. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah oh, sorry, sorry Steve. You're going to be in the, you're gonna be in the, uh, on, the on the program there. And, on the, we'll get we too are much. keeping track. We are keeping track for next year's fannies of everybody that has sung on the air. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I've, I've already started the list. You're so Mastradamus. All right. So, yes. Yeah, so, we're going to have a list and we're going to have the best singing performance <laughs> on RFR. That's fantastic. Because we got three we got three, uh, three candidates now. The Golden Pipes oh Award. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. Oh, too funny. All right. Next up, let's talk to our buddy Raider One. Yeah, this is Raider One again. I'm just calling you back. I just came back from the hospital and I saw HBO Hard Knocks. And I think uh, our 24 Jonathan Abram stole the show. I mean, it's like, you know, he wanted, he wanted to hit everybody. I mean, that's why, you know, all the OG Raider fans, that's why we love our Raiders because all the team is there like that. So all the young Raider fans right now, like, Swag and everything. This is why we became Raider fans, and I hope you get a you got a little taste of what we used to get. And uh, appreciate all the prayers, and um, God bless you guys, and Murph and everybody. Thank you for keeping me in your person, and appreciate it. And I love you guys. Thank you. Absolutely, brother. Prayers up first and foremost, and we wish you good health. And it sounds like he's doing great. Yeah, he does. Sounds sounds a lot better. Than, and uh, and so so good health to you, uh, Raider One, and keep the phone calls coming. And yeah, man, you know we like crazy. We like crazy. Yeah. That's why we like Jonathan Abram. We like people that are a little yeah. off. Yeah. That's what the whole you know. And we talked a lot about this last Mondays with Mikey Murph. We talked a lot about the legacy of the team because you know it, it feels like. I don't know. I guess we're just getting to a certain age, man, where a lot of Raider fans or younger fans and they are, became fans of the team in the 2000s and, 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 and whatnot. And even in the L.A. years and, you know, the 70s Raiders were they were nuts, man. They're literally most of the team, including the coach and arguably the owner, were all crazy to some extent, you know, different levels and, 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 and ways of being crazy. But Down they here in the South, off. we say they are a little titched. They're a little titched in the head. <laughs> you know what I mean? Look at Ted Hendricks and Otis Sistrunk and all yeah. those guys. They're all a little definitely, off, man. Definitely They're all a little off. And so I'm with you, Raider Juan, man. That's what attracted us. You know, they were the renegades, and, 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 and I won't get into the whole the long story of it, but there was a reason that the misfits and the outlaws became as fans became associated with the Raiders yep. because we embodied what the team was on the field. And Absolutely. that's what the beauty of the Raiders are and their, and their legacy and their history. And, you know, I'm sitting next to one of them. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of people that are a little off in a, bar- yes, in a, in a brilliant way, man. So anyways, good stuff there, Raider. Raider, Raider, blah, 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 blah. Raider one. Thank you. Raider Ruse up next. What's up, Murph? Uncle Mosh? Raider Nation. How about another good episode of Hard Knocks? Just enjoy what I'm seeing. It's getting me fired up even more for the season I already am, which happens every year no matter what. But, uh, oh, yeah, sorry, guys. This is Raider Roof from Logan, Utah. Um, but, man, really starting to – this draft class is getting me fired up overall. The attitudes of some of these guys. Really love seeing Crosby there. Just like, let me – oh, let's go. Let's hurry up. Hurry up. Hurry up. Go get that cast put on. He's ready to go so he can get back in there and prove himself in a meaningless game. But just seeing that heart, that dedication, just making – me a big fan this draft class overall just got a lot of players that are easy to root for so anyways enjoyed it that's all i got for now go raiders good job raider i'm I'm with them meaningless game we already talked about max crosby tonight but man that wasn't that was 
That was cool, man. He was uh, very level, right? Like there was no wincing. There was no, ah, there was no nothing. It was just get me back in. Like yeah. the urgency just to get me back in. Now we can put a cast on Okay, do it. <laughs> do it. What? Okay, don't yeah. talk about it. Hey, do my it. fingers flopped back when I went to go get my three-point yeah. stance. That's how I knew I broke it. Yeah, it was like a noodle. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Crazy. All right, next up, we're going to hear from our buddy, RBK. Murph, Uncle Mott, Little Murph. This is RBK Raider, longtime listener, second-time caller. Uh, mm. Just want to chime One in. More. Um, man, it's sad about Chris Brett, and it's really sad that it's going to happen to just like Kenny Stabler. He's going to get into the Hall of Fame a year after he passes, and that's bullish. Yes, I didn't cuss on his show, sorry. But anyways, um, man, um, thoughts and prayers, like iPad said, for everybody that has to deal with these mass shootings, um, I, I did shoot a tweet out to, uh, to King Stapler from the Pillagers, and I know all of you know that's right across the street from his house and all as well. I'm sure everybody knows that because they all listen to his podcast. But just want to say, man, hard knocks. Super excited. Was a little concerned about the cockiness of Abram. Um, and you guys kind of touched on that on this last episode I just finished listening to. But, you know, he, uh, I like it. I like how John Gruden's letting him be himself. And uh, there was a little statement where he goes, you can't cut me. You can't cut me. You know, and I know it was all jokes and stuff like that, but I'm like, oh, man, is this guy going to be a problem? But I don't think so. I think you need that attitude. You know who you are. You know where you stand. You know what talent you bring to the field. And hopefully his play on the field will speak for itself. But, you know, I'm at work. Sorry, guys. That's kind of all I got for now. So hopefully I get played on the air. And one more time, I'll be a made man. But that's it for me today. RBK Raiders out. All right, one more for RBK Raider, and he becomes a made man. We look forward to that call. And, you know, he led off talking about Cliff Branch, and Mosh did a great job last week about talking about uh, comparing Cliff Branch to Lynn Swan. But this week, you got even more, Mosh. I do. You know, uh, there, was a, there was a thing on the television. It talked about uh, career comparisons of Cliff Branch to four Hall of Famers. Okay? Okay. Fred Blitnikoff. Of course. John Stallworth. Okay. Paul Warfield nice. and Lynn Swan. Okay. So, of course, the leaders, Freddie. Freddie had 589 catches with, with almost 9,000 yards and 76 touchdowns. Crazy. John Stallworth had 537 catches with, with 8,700 and, yard, and change yards, 63 touchdowns. Cliffy had 501 catches. He's number three on the list. With 8,685 yards and 67 catches. Paul Warfield, of course, he, 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 he rules the roost with touchdowns. He had 85 touchdowns. Okay. But he didn't have – Cliff ha- had 75 more catches than he did and 100 more yards. And Lynn Swan, who's at the last Bottom. spot of these five guys – had 336 catches, almost 200 catches less than 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 Cliffy. He had 3,200 yards less than Cliff, and he had 16 less touchdowns. And he's in the Hall of Fame. He's in the Hall of Fame. 
Because he's he's he caught a couple big passes in a freaking Super Bowl. Cliff Branch is number three on the all-time list, and he's not in the Hall of Fame. That's crazy. That's stupid. It's stupid. So you got four Hall of Famers. Cliff lands right in the middle of all four of them. Yeah. He, yeah. They better he, put him he, in. He, he they blows, better put him in. Yeah. Paul Warfield and Lynn Swan away in, in total catches and total yards. Jeez. Crazy. Crazy. Good stuff, man. Good stuff there from RBK Raider. All right. Next up, Mosh. We don't play favorites, but of my Mount Rushmore of collars. <laughs> there lies. Right next to Q is Rev Raider. <laughs> there lies Rev Raider. What's going on, Mervin Uncle Mosh? Young Swaggo. Um, uh, this is Rev Raider calling from Jersey. Just wanted to give a couple of thoughts. Uh, so definitely a good week. Definitely like what I saw in the preseason game, even though it's preseason. If you look at the the past couple of seasons, like during the preseason, we looked terrible. You know, so that basically shows that we got a decent bench, you know, and up-and-coming people that can start. They were looking good. Uh, we definitely, the defense held them to three points, even though it's preseason. They showed a little something, so I definitely appreciated that. You know, um, also the quarterbacks, even looking at how they were acting in hard knocks, definitely think that they need to start either digging into their game film and understanding things or make definitive decisions. Because it seemed like Peterman, he was gun shy, and then Glennon, he was just throwing stuff, not paying attention at times, but he looked good. That pick in the end zone was not good. Um, Max Crosby loved it, you know. Ollie needs to take some notes from him because that dude, he came back with a broken hand. He wanted to play. He was like, let's go. You know, it wasn't no making excuses. I'm trying to make this team. Uh, and also, shout shout to uh, the Capo Q dog. You know, he had him on the hit list for so long, and they finally carried out the hit. Um, so Townsend's gone. Cole took the position. I mean, what, what did you expect? You know, you go through a whole year. And your punt's about as futile as a one-legged man in a half-kicking competition. <laughs> you know, you're bound to get cut. Yeah, so, uh, but that's pretty much all I got. <laughs> Definitely loved it. Uh, how Gruden was saying, execute. He wants effing execution. So let's get it. Peace. I love it, man. This is so funny. Great job, Rev Raider. He cracks me He's up. He's the best, man. Oh, I don't know man. what it is about... Yeah. I just have an affinity for New Jersey Raider fans nowadays, yeah, man. Yeah. Between the fan club Blitz guys and Rev Raider, <laughs> oh, they're the best. They're the best. So, all right, Mosh. So, I always love it when we get new callers to the show. You know, we okay. know we get new listeners. Our show grows every week, uh, best we can tell, anyways. And um, and so, uh, I always love to hear from the new from new listeners, new callers, new emailers. And so, we're going to hear from this week uh, new caller, Sugar Shane. Hey, uh, Murph. Hey, Mosh. Hey, uh, Swag Jeff. Uh, this is Sugar Shane calling from the great state of Tejas. Anyways, uh, I just want to, it's my first time calling. Uh, I just want to leave you guys a voicemail. Hopefully, uh, I'll get the pendulum swing of the Google, uh, voicemail. But, uh, <laughs> anyways, I'm going to keep this short. Uh, just got a question for all of you guys. What was the single moment I think that made you guys become lifelong fans of this team and also in the correlation with that how do you guys feel about this coming up season do you think we're going to see the Raiders of old 
or do you think this this is a new established i guess you want to say a new established theme that we have going on of you know we're getting in these you know players that of course gruden's taking over coaching and possibly you know deciding who play i mean of course he's deciding who plays who doesn't play <laughs> but he's also seeking and and looking at some of these guys that we're getting in as potential raider greats and uh I just want to get your, your guys' feedback on that anyways. So, anyways, uh, y'all have a good day, good podcast, and I'll be tuning in. And I also got the chance to meet uh, Aaron Q-Dog Raiders. So, very, very cool. Big old guy. Big, big guy. So, <laughs> yeah, he is. He's a anyways, large man. take care. He's Go Raiders. Friend. <laughs> uh, yeah. ah, it's a great call, Sugar Shane. Appreciate you calling uh, Raiders Fan Radio. Appreciate you calling the Raiders Fan Radio hotline, 909-345-3346. And uh, two more, you become a made man. So it's good to hear from you. So, Mosh, um, so I answer his question. So he had two questions for us there. One was, what was the moment uh, that you became a Raider fan? I can honestly tell you, Sugar Shane, everybody else, I have no idea. Because growing up, all of my uncles were Raider fans. My dad was a hybrid Raider fan. Um, and I, as long as I is, – is as soon as I was old enough to understand that the Raiders were a thing – I was automatically a fan. So I, I really don't remember like a definitive moment. Now, I will tell you this. The most definitive moment I can remember as a kid where I was like, wow, like I was in, I was impressed and proud to be a fan of the team in, a, in, a, in like a different level where I felt like it wasn't just me hearing you guys tell me stories or like someone else's. Because when the Raiders won the Super Bowl in 1976, I was three years old. Right. So I knew the legends of Boletnikoff and Villapiano and, sure. and Shell and, Ups, and Upshaw and, and Sistrunk and all those guys. But it was through the filter of you all. But when I saw Marcus Allen run with the Knight in the 1984 Super Bowl when I was 10 years old, that's my first moment that I remember watching it on TV being like, wow, this is so cool to be a Raider fan. So, so that's my moment. So give me your moment, and I then we're going to oh, jump to his other question. I don't, I don't know that I have a moment. It was just, it was just always there. It was a, it was a no-brainer. Because you, know, you were uh, relatively young. To, you was, were, when the Raiders a, became a thing, you were two. Yeah, you know, so it, it, it's, it's that it was they were always there. They were the bad boys. They were the other side of the bay. Yeah, you know everybody went to everybody went to you know Keysar Stadium before they went to move before they moved to Candlestick, you know to watch the 49ers play because you could get tickets. You know, little did we know they were giving away tickets to Oakland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but they were they were the bad boys. So when when uh, I, I I when when the bad boys became popular when it became a thing in the 60s with the counterculture. Right, you know, right. I guess it, it was kind of people started shifting that way. So those of us in the South Bay down there in San Jose were like, you know, it's just as much of a, a short trip up Highway 17 to see the Raiders play, you know, and you could get tickets cheaper, you know. Yeah. So it was it, it, I don't I, I there's not a moment. Of course, my greatest moments are those those old Super Bowls, you know, but. It was just I don't know that I ever was not a fan of the Raiders, you know. I, yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying. I yeah. Just, I, I know exactly. Just, what you're it was saying. just yeah. always there. Yeah, know? 
Yeah, absolutely. Great, great stuff, Mosh. And yeah, and I love the stories that you know you you, you guys talk about watching that '76 Super Bowl because you were a teenager, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, like that's just. I mean, can you imagine like being a? I mean, and I'm not asking you. I'm asking the proverbial you out there. Can you imagine being a teenager and watching the Raiders win their first Super Bowl? You know, in the middle of this, you know, this renegade era of the '70s. Like it's just yeah. no wonder you're a freaking lifelong fan of the team. Like it's it's crazy. So um, and then the other thing he asked about. Do I think this is going to be an old reflection of, of, of the Raiders of the past, or is this going to be a new era? I think both. I, I, and that's not me. I'm not about like being on the fence, and I'm not all, all about like being like noncommittal on an answer. This is a genuine position I have. I think that we have someone that is equally reverent to the past of the team and equally forward-thinking enough to understand that you can't just live back there and still be successful in 2019. So he's brought in people that reflect the legacy of the team in terms of attitude and leadership and grit and toughness and work ethic and all that. Sure. But there's also a frivolity. Okay, there's a word to Google. They brought that to the team as well, that it is okay to have fun. It is okay to play. And then there is a certain level of execution that you have to expect in 2019 because it's a different league. It's practically a different sport than yeah. what it was played in the 70s. I, I, wrote, I wrote one word down when he asked the question, is, is, it, is it the team of old or the team of the future? And I wrote hybrid. There, oh, perfect, it's, yes. It's, it's a hybrid. Yes. It's, a, yes. it's, a, it's a working emulsion of of there's another word for oh it. nice one Mom. of of <laughs> everything that we had in the past with everything we have in the present looking forward to the future i'm not gonna talk anymore because you just <laughs> stayed back perfectly <laughs> <laughs> so uh so we'll, we'll keep it in the family though so you know i just said that uh, a, a few minutes ago rev was on my mount rushmore cars but of course you know I got to include family on our Mount Rushmore, right? Yeah, I got to include family on one of our favorites. So it's always good to hear from uh, from uh, founding member of Raiders Fan Radio, uh, my uncle's second favorite nephew, uh, hear from our cousin, Sonny. Murph, Sonny. I just finished binge-watching Hard Knocks all <laughs> night long, drinking Mountain Dew, eating ice cream, finished with a bottle of wine, now I'm heading to work. <laughs> Uh, a couple things. Number one, that's badass the Raiders are on Hard Knocks. I know that being on Hard Knocks means you're not badass, but it's badass the Raiders are on Hard Knocks. Because we get to watch them. And, uh, and the opening intro, when they're doing the autumn wind to the updated music, like, that was almost, like, chilling. Boom, chilling. It was pretty epic. Number two, Derek cars arms i mean you know i don't i don't swing that way not that there's anything wrong with that but i would like to hang out with that guy and he's not wearing sleeves that's all i'll say about that number three todd downing javon walker carrie collins they all taught me one thing don't buy in to pre-season hope however it's looking kind of good. You know, there's a good balance there and stuff. And I, and I like that car. is under Gruden for the second year in a row. Hearing him talk about the install and how big the install is and how, how big the playbook might be. And, and maybe he's more comfortable. And, you know, Antonio Brown's the best receiver in football. <laughs> His feet work. Anyway, I'm excited. I'm excited for, for episode two next week, which I'll probably watch. 
after I watch 72 more episodes of episode one. Okay. <laughs> go Raiders. Nicely done, Sonny. I was good to hear from cousin <laughs> Sonny, so man. He's so funny. So he's at, at different points in uh, in our Raiders fan radio career. Sonny has been fixated on Derek Carr's eyelashes, yeah, his eyes themselves, and now his arms. And now so, his arms. And he never mentioned how hot his wife was. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh man! So much. So we funny. award a Sizzler Award to the best calls. What you got? Oh man! Well, we we kicked it off with uh, with hardcore Raider. And, you know, Hardcore Raider, he was pulling for swag, Jeff, but he threw in a little bit of a challenge, you know, to Hardcore uh, Jeff. And, and he had a good one, that 137. great challenge, yeah. Busted out Clarence Davis and the then Super Bowl. He, And then he, he, you know, he finished it up with that great rebuttal to you on the last game in Oakland. So it was strong. It was a strong call. And then, of course, Mojo jumped in there with the, the Cliffy Shield idea, which is a great idea. Yeah. Uh, uh, historian Steve, historian Steve went real old school with the Clarence Davis reference. I oh, love that was the Clarence Davis. That I'm was the sorry, Clarence Davis reference. I love that. And you know, I just got on a personal note, historian Steve, you're amazing. You know, Capo calls you Dead Sea Scroll Steve. You know, yeah. uh, you don't have to sing on this show. Anyway, <laughs> Raider One, great to hear you. You, <laughs> you sound like you're doing so good, and we're so happy for you. Absolutely, uh, we love that that you're getting better and you keep calling. And and you went, he went old school. He said he re- Abrams reminds him of yes, old school. I yeah, love that. Yeah. That kicked off uh, some fun conversation. That kicked that off some great, great conversation. Yeah, Raider Roo, always fired up. Uh, he's fired up about the new draft class. Um, RBK Raider. Got us, got us looking at these Cliffy stats once again, and we will keep revisiting that. Yes, you know, yes. There's, there's a couple. He and he and Foo, you know, that we we really yeah, are pulling for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Rev Raider, kudos to the team as always. He was talking about the new guys, and he gave kudos to Capo. And then, of course, he's he, he always has these great these great things that he says, and of course, he you know. He, Jumped in there with a one-legged man at an ass-kicking contest, and I, I love him for that. Uh, Sugar Shane, you know, when he called and said he was from Tejas, I thought, I wonder if he knows Q. And sure enough, sure he enough, gave, yeah, gave yeah, Q yeah. a shout-out. And, of course, my second favorite nephew, Sonny, he gave us a little bit of a – he gave us a little bit of a – it was almost like this is what badass is, you know? And he, yeah, and he went yeah, into a couple yeah. different things. Of course – I got to admit, I think he might have been semi-drunk just coming off of an ice cream coma. So, you know, he can't win. He can't win the Sizzler. And uh, those that can are available. And, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a sap. I'm a real sap for the arts. So, once again, I'm going to give it to my singer. Here you go, historian Steve. Not for your content or the fact that you might have been drinking with Sonny, but for your song. Good job. Sizzler. 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 Nice job, historian Raider Steve. And nice job, Mosh, man. Excellent job on the rundown. That That is fantastic. And thank you so much for all of you that support us and interact with us each and every week. Keep them coming, man. We love it. 909-345-3346 and uh, show at RaidersFanRadio.com. Didn't get all the voicemails in tonight. Uh, we're, we're up again. We're trying to keep this thing to two hours, yep. man. And so uh, that's why I appreciate The shorter you can keep your voicemails, of course, we always love the content. We want to hear your takes, but the more concise you can make them and the tighter you can make them, then, then uh, that, that's always better because it allows us to get more in. So, so thank you to those of you uh, so much again 
for listening to the show, downloading the show, subscribing to the show. Uh, we're going to be back on YouTube next week. We'll be back up youtube.com slash Murph's Fan Cave. We'll do our live show from the Fan Cave. Tell your friends. Tell your friends, man. Uh, help us out on our subscribers there. Our our audio listens are fantastic. Uh, we want to we want to continue to build that YouTube channel best we can. So subscribe to us there. And uh, man, Mosh, I think that's all I got. I guess I better hit the outro. Hit the outro button. music. Okay. Hit the, hit the button, stupid. I hit the button, stupid. <laughs> All right, definitely hit the button. I love how Capo dropped that hit the button on me, too. I know, that, right? that was he great. That was he great. Gotcha. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening tonight. This is, uh, uh, you know, I got it written name, down Ajit? and I still messed it up. Oh. Have I been drinking? No, I might have had you some. Might have, you might have had some, some. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we appreciate you all tuning in tonight. So for Murph and Young Swaggo and Capo and all the rest of our callers and listeners, we thank you. This is your old Uncle Mosh, and you've been listening to Raiders Fan Radio, where we take a lighter side journey into the dark side. Remember... Ladies and gentlemen, what happens in Vegas started in Oakland. Good night, everybody. God bless. We're running out of time. My life is running out of lifespan. <laughs> That's the best. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Total Wine has thousands of wines to savor and pairings for every flavor. Spirits line the shelves. Gifts are easy with helpful elves. A wonderland to explore. Total Wine and more. Drink responsibly. B21. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy... Our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy... Our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com.